This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Monday, November 16th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. Uh, In the news this morning, the city of Philadelphia is expected to announce new restrictions related to the coronavirus outbreak on Monday. Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley said Friday they would be taking some additional steps, but what exactly that means we'll find out later today. A news conference with more details is expected this afternoon. Another 1,158 additional COVID-19 cases in the city were announced on Friday, bringing the total number of confirmed cases to more than 52,000. In addition, the Department of Public Health also announced 52 new probable cases from rapid antigen tests. Five additional deaths were reported, bringing the death toll to 1,909. All five counties in the region are seeing more new cases than they did in April, and cases are growing at a faster pace. Philadelphia currently has the highest infection rate, with about 660 new cases per day. President Donald Trump's campaign on Sunday withdrew a central part of its lawsuit seeking to stop the certification of the election results in Pennsylvania, where Democrat Joe Biden beat Trump to capture the state and help win the White House. Ahead of Tuesday's hearing in the case, Trump's campaign dropped the allegation that hundreds of thousands of mail-in and absentee ballots were illegally processed without a representative watching. The campaign's slimmed-down lawsuit filed in federal court on Sunday maintains the aim of blocking Pennsylvania from certifying a victory for Biden in the state, and it maintains its claim that Democratic voters were treated more favorably than Republican voters. The Associated Press on November 7th called the presidential contest for former Vice President Joe Biden after determining that the remaining ballots left to be counted in Pennsylvania would not allow Trump to catch up. Trump has refused to concede. The remaining claim in the lawsuit centers on disqualifying ballots cast by voters who were given an opportunity to fix mail-in ballots that were going to be disqualified for a technicality. Thousands of people are without power after that strong line of heavy downpours and gusty winds hit the Philadelphia region Sunday night. In Lower Marion, strong winds toppled a tree onto a fence on Spring Mill Road near Woodmont Road. It appears that the tree landed in the road blocking traffic, but luckily no one was injured. And then in South Jersey, two row homes in Camden partially collapsed during the stormy weather. Authorities say the front of the homes, which are abandoned, came crashing down at about 8.30 in the evening on the 400 block of Stevens Street. In Penn Saucon Township, a warehouse on the the 1700 block of Suckle Highway partially collapsed. And in Langhorn Bucks County, a gas leak fueled flames coming from what appeared to be a sidewalk just feet from the house. Firefighters say a downed tree knocked over a gas cap on the 400 block of Watson Avenue. There have been no reports of injuries, thankfully, from the weather-related incidents on Sunday. But as of last night, thousands of residents remain in the dark. Pico has about 16,300 outages. PPL has over 14,500. PSENG has about 18,000. Atlantic City Electric reporting over 3,700, and then Delmarva at about 1,050. Kathy, I was watching the news last night in Preston. We were talking about, obviously, how it, you know, torrential it became in a brief yep. period of time. And then uh, uh, the news comes on, and there's a whole bunch of graphics popping up around a map, and it, it looked like um, tiny chalices. Does anyone know what those are supposed to represent? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, I'm like, uh, unless it's a tribute to the third Indiana Jones movie. Right. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't what, see what that. What is that graphic? Unless it's oh. potential tornadic activity, that I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It might be the little sailboat that comes up the on sail- Kathy's car. <laughs> yeah, the dashboard. It's time to go sailing. Yeah. yeah. God, that was so many cars ago. I don't have the sailboat anymore. Yeah, she, yeah she's upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> I have an oil light now. No, she's got a power boat now. <laughs> All right, in sports this morning. <laughs>
Pretzels are yummy. For the first time in 1,470 days, the New York Giants beat the Eagles. Daniel Jones had a turnover-free day, and Wayne Gallman rushed for two touchdowns as the Giants climbed into the NFC East race with a 27-17 win. New York lost eight straight in the rivalry, but yesterday the Giants earned their first win over the Eagles since November 6, 2016. The Eagles, who were coming off a bye week, went 0-9 for on the third down and 1-3 for on fourth down. Carson Wentz had just 21 of 37 for 208 yards with no touchdowns and no interceptions. The Eagles are on the road again next weekend in Cleveland to play the Browns on Sunday. Meanwhile, across the state in Pittsburgh, the Steelers improved to 9-0 and remain the only undefeated team in the NFL after a 36-10 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. And Dustin Johnson is the Masters champion. He finished his five-shot victory yesterday with the lowest score in tournament history. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, it was the first Masters ever played in November. Leading by two shots, heading into Amon Corner, the world's number one player got through the 12th hole where Tiger Woods earlier hit three balls in Rays Creek and made 10 and then ran off three straight birdies to pull away from the rest of the field. Johnson closed with a four under 68 and finished at 20 under 268, breaking the record set by Woods in 1997 and matched Jordan Spieth in 2015. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kath. Yes, uh, we are indeed in our new location in the Wells Fargo Center Complex Xfinity Live. And uh, to kind of paint the picture, uh, a couple of things bring you up uh, to, to speed on. Number one, uh, Kathy is not here with us. She is in the confines, the comfy confines of her own home. Not to get anybody, you know, uh, upset or concerned. It's just a very, very mild case of gonorrhea, and we don't. Want to be <laughs> I hate you. Too close. Yeah, yeah. So no, she's she like listen, and we, we love her to death, but she sluts around, and and uh, and with that comes consequence. It happens. Yeah. No, uh, so you guys are punishing me. We'll 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 get to a little bit of the details. Well, things start to drip. But uh, <laughs> Kathy was in contact with someone who's tested positive for COVID. She is not showing any signs or symptoms or anything along that. But we are being as cautious as we possibly can. Well, not completely free of symptoms. symptoms. There's that huge carbuncle we can see on the screen here. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. So we actually have her on our monitors here. So we can. We have a uh, hi, Kathy. How you doing? Hi, guys. It, it's hey, like we're, we're attending a Kathy Romano show. You're right. Yeah, oh, you're what? Right. Am I we're, huge on yeah, the screen? Oh, yeah. Big. Oh, yeah, get yeah. me down. Take me off of there immediately. Whoever is in charge. Of that. And by the way, the with a little bit of the lag, your lips move really fast when you do it. Like the the, the zoom can't even keep up with yeah, it yeah. When, when you're doing your traffic. And, what uh, is it like? The video's trying to catch up. Oh, it's yeah. like the flash running. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so <laughs> Kath is not on location, but she will be with us for the broadcast. I'm telling you what, I am so impressed uh, with this setup and and our staff that uh, that's been down here the last few days getting this together. It's about the quarter size of the tent we normally have, maybe even smaller than that, but we have. All of the bells and whistles, these light riggings and yeah. these video walls and all this stuff, it looks excellent. It's uh, like our the earliest days of the camp out meet the ultra high-tech version that we did like last year. Yeah, it's so a little it's a nice bit synthesis. little bit smaller like yeah. it used to be, but when you drive by and you donate, we, we have an entire front of this tent is all glass. You'll be able to see and say, you know, and wave as you come by if you're going to do your drop-offs in, in person. We do have the... Uh, what do we call it? The trunk to trunk to something. Uh, ask the mouth. What is it? Oh no, that, no, that's different. Marissa, no, trunk to truck. Trunk to truck. 
chunk oh, to chunk. Sorry, I, I, I misremembered. Uh, so we, we will take your uh, donations. You don't have to do anything. We have volunteers on hand that will take your non-perishable food items and uh, collect them for fill abundance. Uh, but we are urging uh, virtual donations, obviously, this year through uh, WMMR.com. And you can do cash. And, and there's some different ways through Acme.com as well. Uh, so we encourage you to help out in any way that you possibly can. But stopping by here is a possibility. Uh, so we'd like to keep that in mind. Of course, we're going to keep our eye on the um, uh, the restrictions that are coming later on this afternoon. Yeah, we have Because to. of the surging cases. Yes, and absolutely. We'll let you know uh, if there's anything to be concerned about that. But in the meantime... We're going to be, uh, you know, doing our show as usual, and we're going to try to make it as entertaining as possible. And as is the case with this particular broadcast week, we had a lot of guests lined up. A couple of them are in person, and we do have a full-on, it's almost a hermetically sealed uh, area for our guests. It's completely plexiglass. It's distance away from us. It, it looks awesome. It looks like Judgment at Nuremberg, Preston. It's so, yeah, when they would put them, when they were testifying. Yeah, yeah. put them on yeah, the yeah, glass. Yeah. It's so, almost like a, like a game show. Like they're, yeah. they're in the isolation Quiz show. It's like 21. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. It's like the show 21. And just like 21, this is rigged. Uh, so we will uh, we'll have some guests uh, stopping by, and uh, a few of them are, are year-after-year guests that have made this a part of their tradition this time of year, which we love. So like Senator Chris Coons just recently got uh, reelected, and he is going to be stopping by. His last several years, he's been like our first guy i think it's it's a trend you want to continue yeah because at this point if we have with anything we could be looking at disaster but let, as you said preston the way that they've worked this the way we're accommodating all the restrictions that the city has put in place uh because the last thing we want is one day to get shut down we can't take yeah. that um i'm so impressed with what's going on down here yeah senator coons will be on and then we'll talk to usually it's later in the week Jim Gardner, Cecily Tynan, and Deuces Rogers. Now, we're going to do them via Zoom. Uh, so that will be in the 8 o'clock hour. This should be pretty cool. And they're, uh, they're the new uh, cast members of The Bachelorette. It's great. Yeah. I'm very happy for them. Jim Gardner, a bachelor after all these years. I mean, come on. Yeah. That, if you, yeah, that, he'd, he'd, he'd rock it. But they've normally been like camp out after dark. They haven't been on during the actual no. uh, morning show broadcast. So that's going to be a different flavor, which is cool. Ginger Z from ABC National News is going to be on the program, too. How excited are you for that? I know you're a, a big Ginger Z fan. I've had a crush yeah. on Ginger Z for years and years. Did that weird science picture of her as Kelly LeBrock, <laughs> did that help to mitigate that? It, no. It, it, well, it went above and over and beyond. And now it's into obsession. So uh, it could and be uncomfortable. But she'll be joining us in the 9 o'clock hour. Hey, and by the way, when I booked that interview, I, I sent her information about the camp out. She responded back to me so quickly and was like, I'm in. Just okay. get it approved through, you know, through PR and, and all that. But she, like, immediately read the details and was like, I'm in. I want to call in. I love it. Excellent. And amongst those guests, we have some other people that are stopping by to make donations, some cash donations, and uh, some collections that have taken place. And uh, we'll bring you up to speed on who's stopping by and uh, find out what their donations are. But in the meantime, you know, we're doing our show. We're yes. We have some of the toys here. Our, our can drop ride, our, our drop quiz ride is out there. I can't believe they were able to set that thing up. With the windy conditions that were that were in the area yesterday, it's astonishing. And instead of confetti cannons, we have confetti suppositories. We'll be using throughout the week, okay. so we can get sort of that effect. All right, we'll get them to Casey. Yeah, and they should shoot across the room <laughs> at some point. All right, so uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll get to the stupid question, the entertainment report. I'll also run down the giveaways we have for the week because we have a new Word of the Week prize, but I've already talked enough. So we'll come back in just a moment. Camp Out for Hunger, Xfinity Live on 93.3 WMMR. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? 
Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. It's always been Acme's goal to make sure that football fans have everything they need to cheer on the Eagles. And today, that goal is no different. No matter what game days look like this year, they'll be there to help you kick off, cheer from your favorite seat, and host like a pro with all the snacks, party trays, and game day foods you know and love. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a really good view here. I'm seeing uh, gorgeous orange sun. Uh, yeah, right around uh, the link. Uh, that is the view that I have right now, and it's a beautiful start to the morning. This is great. We're going to go up to about 53. You know what's great, Steve? No tinting on the windows. Here. No tinting. Either. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Took a pandemic to get rid of them. Sunshine, and uh, it's going to be a beautiful day. And you know what, Preston? The word that's right in front of us? Victory. Victory. Says it all. That's right. That's the, that's the whole idea, right? <laughs> Steve can see victory. Be- victory. Oh, that's right. And that's what we are hoping for this year with uh, Camp Out for Hunger, a big showing. So uh, let's move right along with some orders of business. I failed to mention this at the beginning, which I normally do during the week. But we do have a letter of the day, word of the week prize, and it's a $500 Monster Pets gift card. So if you've always wanted... Like a uh, like a gremlin or a or dragon, a dragon or something. I tell like you that. what, I've been there a number yep. of times. I'd be surprised if they didn't carry them. They're amazing. Uh, so yeah, we'll do a five hundred dollars Monster Pets gift card, and they are on Columbus Boulevard in South Philly, not far from where we are right now. So uh, we'll do that at the end of the program. Some other things that we have to give away through the course of the morning. Speaking of giveaways, we'll do a stupid question. We're giving away a one hundred dollars Visa. Super Bucks gift card. Super. Yeah, how about that? So the question that we're going to ask this morning has to do with superstitions. The superstition that breaking a mirror mirror will bring uh, seven years of bad luck originated from what group of people? Huh. Uh, so, yeah, what group of people originated this? Like what region, what country, however you want to put it. Mirror repair, mirror repair companies. No, two, yeah. that's a good marketing yeah, campaign, yeah. though, but 215 263 uh, WMMR, let's see if you know the answer to that. So give us a call, and we are going to go through some uh, birthdays while we're waiting for your call for the stupid question. Which, by the way, real quick, yeah, uh, I've seen the people can see us. Uh, we're, we're streaming the video from uh, the tent as well. Oh, is that? Okay, good. Excellent. From, from yeah, what I understand. Yes, so, I see a camera here. So I, I don't know how you do that just yet. but yeah. uh, Turn on the computer. Oh, is that what you do? Yep. Uh, through WMMR.com, I'm assuming. Here comes Marissa. She's going to tell us. All right. She will let us know how you can watch the festivities here in the tent. Marissa? There are multiple ways. You go to WMMR.com, just like Nick said. You go to our – excuse me. I just ran over here, and I have a mask <laughs> on. Um, you go to the webcam page. You can open up your app and uh, do the webcam that way. And we're also on the Preston and Steve YouTube channel. Uh-huh. There are lots live? of options. Oh. Yes, you can watch this entire show live all week long. Do they see Kathy from her home? Yet. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll find no, out. No, we, we got to hedge our bets. <laughs> all right. Uh, oh, and, uh, you, I just pulled it up. You can. You can see Kathy on the monitors, and you can oh. see all of us. And, that's, and now I'm looking at Preston. Nice. Yeah, guys, the... our video crew is really, really good. Yeah, thank you to Sean and uh, the gang at, uh, oh, my God, I'm having a brain fart. Newman. 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 Thank Newman you very media, much. Yeah. Yes, they're the best. All right, let me go through some birthdays. Uh, today being the 16th day of November, it is Oksana Bayul's birthday. Oksana Bayul has been at the Camp Out for Hunger. She has. What year? 
Oh, would you man. say the third was, or fourth? It was at the Adams Mark. Yeah. So it was a long, long time ago. It was within the first five years of us doing she it. She was just fresh off a uh, drunk driving charge, right? Yes. Oh, she, and she was. She didn't want to talk yeah. about it. Oh, wow. She didn't want to talk about it. And then she brought it up, and then she asked me not to talk about it. And I'm like, <laughs> you're the one who brought it up. Uh, she was a gold medal winning figure skater. She's uh, 43 today. Uh, it's also Lisa Bonet's birthday today. Married to uh, Jason Momoa, right? Uh, yes, that is correct. And she celebrates. It's her 53rd birthday today. We knew her from the Cosby Show. This way! And Different World as well. Uh, Marg Hellenberger, or Helgenberger. I always liked her. Yeah. Never uh, watched any of the shows she was on, but I always thought she was attractive. I In, in the first uh, CSI, I did okay. watch her on that show. But, uh, yeah, redhead. Yes. Uh, beautiful, talented. She was in China Beach, if you remember that, in the late 80s. She's in, one of, she's in a good horror movie called Species. Oh, uh, yeah. I never saw that. Yeah. It's good, yeah. So she, it's about a species. She's 62. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, who is the sister of Jake Gyllenhaal. What happened to the original one? Remember is the Batman movie? 43, that's right, yeah. Everyone acted like, well, what happened? Yeah. Uh, you know what she's got in is Crazy Heart. If you she's ever saw excellent. That. That's a great movie. It's another it Jeff Bridges movie that... Yeah. Uh, is uh, is a quiet movie that just uh, is an awesome performance. Yeah. Uh, so Maggie is forty three. Martha Plimpton, uh, who has been in everything from The Goonies to Parenthood uh, to Raising Hope, she uh, she still keeps some projects rolling. I just got the four uh, K uh, version of uh, Goonies, the restoration case. Yeah. It looks sense. It looks like a brand new movie. It's Actually watched it on yeah. Saturday morning. It's great. Yep. She's 50 today, and then the last birthday I saw is uh, former Major League pitcher Dwight Gooden, and he is uh, 56 today. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> wait, what? Nick That's, has a yeah, collectible, yeah. don't you? I Nick? have his rookie card signed. I, that was one of the ones where is him and Daryl Strawberry. Doc Gooden, that's Doc right. Doc Gooden, yeah, at the uh, George Washington Motor Lodge in King of Prussia. That and, was, uh, and all you had to do was buy him crack, right? <laughs> yeah, here you go, Doc. Here's your crack that I bought for you. All right. Uh, Case? Well, I was gonna, going back to Martha Plimpton. Steve, I was watching The Goonies on Freeform on Saturday morning. Right. When, and then it went to commercial. And I was like, wait a second. I own this on uh, Blu-ray. Why no, am actually, I wasting my time? Not Blu-ray, but digital. Right. And so I just went over to my digital thing on, um, uh, was it Movies Anywhere? Right. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch it with commercials. A lot of times, you know, like, I, like I, I'm going to start a campaign to free uh, Step Brothers from VH1. Yes. They need to free it because they, they take out all the curses and all the best stuff. And then, I'm sitting there, though, I have this. Why don't I just watch it? Right. But the fact that I don't have to break out a DVD or a Blu-ray anymore, that it's just an app on my TV now that I can access. That's I'm, how lazy we be. I, I know. know. As a society. I, you mean I have to go look for a Blu-ray? Yeah, it's where we are, man. Uh, all right, let's see if somebody has the answer to the stupid question, which is the answer that I have, okay. mind you. Uh, so the superstition that breaking a mirror will bring seven years of bad luck originated with what group of people? 215 263 uh, WMMR. I'm going to go to Doug. Let's see if the phones work. Hey, Doug, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right, Doug, what group of people uh, were the originators of uh, Breaking a Miracle Mirror will bring you seven that, years bad luck? That would be Boston Red Sox fans. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're, you're off by a long way, but th thank you. We, we appreciate that. All right. Um, oh, wait, I put him on hold. Hang on. I got I to gotta figure out my... Uh, commands here. All right, there we go. Uh, let's go to Rich. Hey, Rich, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Rich. So what group of people uh, were the originators of Breaking a Mirror? 
Was it the Romans? It was not the Romans. Ah, okay. Not that I have per my... Okay, one civilization, civilization down, a few more to go. Uh, let me go to Julia. Hey, Julia, good morning. Hello, good morning. How are you? Good. What's the answer, Julia? Is it the Russians? No, it's not the Russians. Ow. <laughs> That's, like, really loud. What are you What are you hitting that? What? What is it? Ow, stop it! <laughs> Yes. So stop torturing Preston, will you? <laughs> My instant replay. Yeah, where do you tell it so I can turn it down, hit it again. Oh, it's this one right here. My, my ears are very sensitive. Oh, morning show host Preston Elliott died yes. this morning as the result of a buzzer sound. <laughs> Attending well, paramedics said they'd never seen anything like it. I said the word ow first, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. ow. Ow, what is that on? What does ow indicate? Uh, let me go to Cindy. Hey, Cindy, good morning. Hi. Hi. So what group of people were the uh, or- originators of the superstition that breaking a mirror will bring bad luck? I don't know. The pagans? Oh, way to lead it with I don't know. What are you, you calling no. me for? No. <laughs> why, why did you call me? Why did you wake know. me up? Come on. Oh, I, I don't know. I thought you were going to ask me something else. All right, one I la- don't know. I, 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 what? I was calling you. What? One last call. Let me go to Steve. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Steve, are you there? Hello? Hey, yes. Yeah, Steve, what's the answer? The Greeks? The Greeks. Is yeah! Cool. yeah! I don't know. Yeah! They also invented yogurt press. We're going to get your information. Yeah, they believe that if your reflection was distorted, when you look in a mirror submerged in water, you would most likely die from whatever ails you. And they also believed in seven-year cycles. So that's the story with that. So, so the broken mirror had to be submerged in I, water for the bad luck? Dude, don't ask me. I, well, they were also I read working this on yogurt a, at the same time. I read this in a prep sheet information. All right, so. <laughs> All right anyway, uh, we're going to set him up with a $100 Visa Super Bucks card. And don't forget Thursday night in the CW. Don't miss the action on the final wild ride of the epic series finale of Supernatural. Uh, right after the hour-long special, Supernatural, The Long Road Home. And it all starts Thursday at 8 p.m. on the CW. Note, one stupid question. Why do I? Okay, never mind. <laughs> one stupid question winner this week will be upgraded to a $300 card. Okay. So I don't know how that's going to happen, but it might be you. Don't hey, read on air. Before we get to the entertainment stuff, let me go to, I don't have your name, but it says the very first card to donate today. Hey, who is this? Hello? Uh, yeah, what's your name? John. What is it? Yeah, this is Johnny. I was the first one to donate this morning. I've been on hold for 40 minutes. You've been on hold for 40 minutes. Sorry to bother you. Hey, Johnny, thanks for coming (laughs) by, man. Yeah, I I was hoping to get in, but I understand with the COVID and all, so I just hopped back on 95. That, that's exactly right. Thanks so much for bringing that point up. You, you can't come into the tent, but you did something that's the most important thing. You came by and you dropped off food. We can't thank you enough. Yeah, John. Hey, that's awesome. Excellent, bud. Thanks for coming by, man. We appreciate it. Congratulations for being the first person Yay! to come. All right. Tension's in forever, baby. All right, buddy. Take care, man. We appreciate it. Sorry, uh, you said tonight is forever. Both tonight for is forever. 40 minutes. I missed that. Uh, and, and listen, we're trying to figure this out as we go on. Jason or whoever has control of the phones in the headphones, it's really hot. If you could bring down that level, that would be wonderful. Thank you very much. All right. At the box office this weekend. Let's go through that. Uh, Freaky was number one. That was at um, uh, 
Vince Vaughn movie. Yeah, where it's a play on Freaky Friday. He's the serial killer. Correct. Uh, and he switches bodies with a teenager. Right. Uh, 37, 3.7 million. Not, not 37 million. 3.7 million. Uh, followed by Let Him Go, War with Grandpa, Come Play was number four. Then you had Honest Thief. Uh, number six was Tenet, Guardians of the Galaxy at number seven. True to the Game 2, uh, the Toy Story was nine. And at number 10, squeaking in is Elf. And you'll see that one rise, I would imagine, as the weeks go on. By the way, Tenant is going to be available for streaming, Casey. I know you were interested in it. It's going to be available for streaming in like four weeks. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, let me get into some of the entertainment stories. We'll start with this. Um, Demi Lovato hosted the 2020 People's Choice Awards last night. So exciting. Uh, the stage was surrounded with hundreds of people on screen via a Zoom-type format. That stretched from floor to ceiling uh, from all angles, and Lovato described it as a virtual in-person event. Uh, Jennifer Lopez was presented with the coveted Icon Award in a moving presentation that lasted nearly 13 minutes. 13-minute acceptance? No, no, it was a presentation. presentation. All right. In tears, she was seemingly surprised as friends and family popped on screen to congratulate her. No! No! Including uh, were Nicole Kidman, Renee Zellweger, and Lopez's children, at, children as well. Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross took home the Fashion Icon Award during her speech of gratitude. She listed her mom, the late Diana Ross. Uh, Is Diana Ross dead? No, it's, she it's, just was late to the event. I think. Oh, okay. Oh. It says the late Diana Ross. She should have been here a half hour ago. Is she no longer alive? I, I thought she was alive. alive. She's alive. Yeah, she's 76. That's Dude. just a mistake. Okay. Sometimes we get people who are alive and yeah. they call them dead, and sometimes they're dead. And Listen, they I'm stating a new rule. If you say they're dead, they're dead. Okay. If you say they're alive, they're alive. <laughs> All right. God rest her soul. <laughs> no, uh, alive. We really we miss her greatly. She was really a force of nature, and especially did wonderful things for Motown. The late Diana Ross. Uh, no, she's still she's alive. still alive, according to Nick's sources. Uh, Tyler Perry won the People's Champion Award and accepted with a passionate speech that was meant to inspire. Uh, as award show have uh, grown over the years, or this award show has grown over the years. So the categories newly added for this year were new artist, which went to Doja Cat. Uh, collaborate. <laughs> yeah. Doja Cat. Uh, the cousin of Grumpy Cat. Yeah. Ceiling Cat. Ceiling Cat. Ceiling uh-huh. Cat. Uh, they couldn't accept that they couldn't get the hurt out of the rafters. Um, uh, yeah, Doja Cat. I'm so out of yeah, touch. Yeah. No, it's, no, no. I don't care. In fact, you're, you're too in touch. I don't. I don't care. I ju- I'm out of touch and I don't care. Uh, let's and see. you're our entertainment reporter. I know. I am, right? <laughs> Collaboration was won by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Now you're talking. Uh, song of 2020 went to BTS for Dynamite, Steve. Yeah, oh yeah. And I'm, I would, that's not one of my favorite BTS songs. Uh, and the other newly added category was for soundtrack song won by Taylor Swift. Who won the category uh, Best Smile? Uh, so Taylor Swift won that for Only the Young from Miss America. I don't know who won Best Smile. Or, or Most Jumping Jacks? Uh, this is this is the this is the awards where everyone knows that they're going to win ahead of time. Yeah, and that's why we're not going to spend much yeah. time on it. So while particip- uh, practicing social distance, each trophy was left on a podium uh, for the <laughs> artists to pick up themselves. Over a billion people voted on this year's People's Choice Awards. Wow. Okay, uh, which was live from inside the uh, Barker Hangar in Santa that's, Monica. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Bob Barker. Bob Barker's Hangar. Yeah. <laughs> 
he, before he died, he said, uh, he, uh, you know, still alive. No, he, he's still alive. He, he died 30 years ago. Okay. Wow. Um, oh, man. But he said uh, before he died, he wanted to see one last Diana Ross concert and <laughs> okay. build an airplane hangar. Right, and have the concert. And hang on real quick. Uh, Doja Cat has a song, and it's a novelty song uh, called Moo. Anybody heard of this? M O O O like a, like a cow sound. Okay. Moo exclamation point. Okay, dokie. That's Doja no? Cat. No, right. no, have not. Right. No, but the fact that like People Choice and Wet Ass P won an award for People's Choice, like that's it's a little crazy. It's a caustic song. Yeah, but you know what? I think it's very popular at, uh, at preschools. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, I do have some other stories to get to. Uh, we're going to start with this one. Police on Saturday arrested a homeless violent ex con. And uh, charge him with randomly hitting actor Rick Moranis. This is a follow-up. This was last month on the Upper West Side of New York City. A transit bureau sergeant spotted Marquis Ventura and made the arrest. Images of Ventura's masked face had been widely publicized in the last month since the unprovoked, caught-on-video attack. Is it Steps wh- from the actor's Central uh, Park West Department took place. Is it wild, Preston, that the guy, he, he was able to just look at him and go, that's him? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as with uh, Moranis, a more recent victim, a 61-year-old man, was knocked to the ground. Uh, when the victim's pal tried to intervene, uh, Ventura allegedly chomped down on that guy's hand. Ooh. And Ventura fled the station after a woman bystander thwacked him on the head with an umbrella. Uh, the Ghostbusters star, by the way, had been walking on Central Park West in his incident on the way to his nearby apartment when the stranger suddenly slugged him, knocking him to the ground. Who hits Rick Moranis? Uh, Moranis suffered uh, pain in his head, back, and right hip as a result of the attack. Now, this guy has been has done this type of thing before. He's done un, he's had unprovoked attacks in his past. Two so other Ghostbusters. This is the third open stranger assault case for Ventura. Uh, he remains charged with misdemeanor assault for allegedly punching a young woman in the face mm. after asking her for money uh, back on April 13th. So this guy likes to hit people. And so he's been busted for that. So thankfully they got this idiot. Uh, oh, sad news. Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis have quietly broken off. What? They've been together for seven years. I wondered. They have two. Be... They have two kids, and they've. Wow. I know. I thought, I thought they were the going to yeah. go the distance. Yeah, the couple. I mean, Hollywood distance means seven years. The couple. Well, then they did it. Yeah. The couple reportedly underwent uh, underwent an amicable split, and they have since been adjusting to co-parenting their two children. Man. A source told people the split happened at the beginning of the year. I don't know why I'm so. You know they. Seem like a, a cool couple. It's been amicable, and they've transitioned into a great co-parenting routine, apparently. Oh, they hate each other's guts. Uh, the children are the priority and the heart of the family's relationship. Wild and Sudeikis began dating in November of 2011, and later they got engaged in January 2013. So they've been engaged for seven years. A long time. I'd say this. Um, I mean, her, her, her star is starting to rise. There are... Um, Rumors that she might be directing a Marvel movie. Okay. Yeah. That'd be nice. So they share son Otis, who is six, and daughter Daisy, who is four. Those are dogs' names. I know. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Otis. That is yeah. Daisy. That is. There's Spot and... Yeah. yeah. Fido. <laughs> Fido. So... This is my daughter, Fido. So Amber Heard is returning to Aquaman 2, and she is not happy with people who have signed a petition to have her removed from the film. Uh, She had said, 
Uh, I guess this is in, in, in an interview. She said, I'm super excited about the amount of fan love and the amount of fan appreciation that Aquaman has acquired and that it has garnered so much excitement for Aquaman and Mira that it means that we'll be coming back. I'm so excited to film that. Now, a Change.org petition, petition titled Remove Amber Heard from Aquaman 2 called on Warner Brothers and DC to oust her. It has more than a million signatures. Uh, this comes after her ex, Johnny Depp, lost his libel case against the son, which dubbed him a wife beater, and you know that whole story. I, this is the kind of thing, like, when when a couple you know gets divorced, who do you side with here, yeah, you know? Man. And uh, so um, a million signatures, they're, they're sticking with her, though, so there you go. Uh, she was a good Mira. The outcry on social media continues as many call out the double standard when Depp alleged that she abused him and produced witnesses uh, to support the account. Uh, one critic wrote the fact that uh, Johnny Depp lost all his leading roles and reputation is ruined uh, when there are recording and, and physical proof showing that Amber Heard physically and emotionally abused him is so revolting. Like, this will never sit right with me, they said. I really liked the Aquaman movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was different. Uh, it, it did beg the question, how come no one has seen these entire illuminated cities right. underwater? But, uh, hey, you go with it. Right, exactly. HGTV star Jonathan Scott uh, has said that he and Zoe Deschanel are not engaged. Uh, he had said in an interview, I'm pretty confident that I will ask my girlfriend to marry me before I tell a reporter about it. Is that the new thing to announce you're not engaged? He said we're act. No, he was asked. About oh, OK. It. Uh, we were actually laughing, he said, because almost every story that comes out is Drew gives permission for Jonathan to wed Zoe or Drew gives his nod to the relationship. And so we coined the phrase that we were laughing uh, we're like, so is Drew my brother, Daddy? Uh, does he have to approve everything that happens in my life? Who the hell is Drew? His and twin what brother. Are you talking about his twin brother. It's his twin brother. Yeah. His the twin. Pro- yeah, the prop- oh. They're the property brothers. Okay. And- you, you're not expected to know this. You're the entertainment reporter. I know. Don't listen. That's not entertainment. Don't ask me about celebrities. <laughs> Um, it's not my thing, man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know there were twin brothers involved. I just saw the word. I just saw the name Zoe Deschanel, and I went with it. Okay, let me see what else we have here. Uh, Brad Pitt. I know who he yes, is. He's in movies. No. He is victorious in his bid to get a hundred thousand dollars suit against him thrown out. Kelly Christina sued him for being scammed out of forty thousand dollars by a con artist posing as Brad Pitt, and they they sued him. While she eventually figured out she wasn't being conned by Pitt, she still sued him and claimed in court documents that he should have done more to protect fans from imposters. Come on. How did they even entertain that case? A judge granted Pitt's wishes in Texas court, dubbing her claims meritless in paper seen by page six. And Christina told the paper that she would appeal. She also claims that one of the property brothers proposed to her president. (laughs) That's just obnoxious. Shut up. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Listen, he could have done more. Yeah. He could have done more. Oh, my God. Uh, Emma Corrin, who stars in Netflix's The Crown as Princess Diana. Oh, wow. Has revealed that she was hospitalized after filming a scene in Spain. This is else the, watch it? Uh, no, no how yet. is it? I, uh, unbelievable. I'm saving like, it. Yeah, she is. Um, I, I've only watched the first two episodes. I watched uh, yesterday because that's when it, it debuted. But, man, is she something else. And she's. Just a spot-on Princess Diana. Excellent. Uh, She's doing a Brooklyn accent, right? She is, yeah. Yeah. That that part throws you off a little bit. 
Uh, she told Glamour, I'm asthmatic and had been ill for a while with a cough, and I had to do uh, a scene in a freezing cold swimming pool. It was the hardest scene to film because I was genuinely keeping myself alive treading water. Is this a scene where she meets Aquaman? Uh, we were meant to be flying back that night to the U.K. and went past the hospital uh, to get antibiotics. So, no, I don't know why she would have been swimming in... Yeah, she wouldn't have met Aquaman. That's a fictional character. Freezing cold water, but she's a princess, so yeah. she can do that. I don't know. Ryan Reynolds loves being a dad, uh-huh. but he didn't expect to have three girls with Blake Lively. Uh, he told Access in an interview, I have three daughters, which I never in a million years would have imagined. Uh, I come from all boys. I have three older brothers. I am the youngest of four boys, so for me to have three daughters has been such a ride, and I love every second of it. Well, you had two boys out of the gate. Was there a uh, a desire for Caroline to have a third uh, to have a uh, daughter? Uh, so that's what my wife wanted for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I was happy with whatever. You know, I I didn't. Uh, but I'm really, really, really happy. Uh, as long as they're one of the property brothers, that's all you can <laughs> as we ended up. Uh, yeah. We got a girl, Kathy knows, she was there when she was born. I was yeah. jumping up and down all around the, the room. We all were. Yeah. It was like, because everyone was waiting, it was like this tense moment. Yeah. Uh, your wife coughed and she came out. <laughs> and then, <Yeah. laughs> no, she, the nurses she, were jumping up and the, down. Uh, you did the number from Footloose, the final dance yep. number, right? <laughs> did that, yep. The, no, but remember the nurses were so excited because you yeah. had two boys and like oh. everyone was kind of hoping for a girl. Yep, and we didn't we didn't know what was going to happen, so it was, it was a wonderful, exciting uh, surprise. Hey, Will Smith. Smith announced that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion will land on HBO Max. It will be Thursday, November 19th. So All right. So what is the reunion? Is it, is it like um, it's an actual reunion with the cast members? Is it them as themselves or is it a... It's just a reunion. Oh, and then right. they're doing the reboot case, too, which remember we right. reported yeah. about, which is a little bit more um, street savvy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Case, I think they're going to sit around, probably, you know, show some uh, clips of the show and reminisce about okay. it. You don't like those? I don't really care. I like no. those. I like those a lot because then you get some behind-the-scenes stories about what happened in certain scenes. I agree. Uh, if, it's, scenes. if it's the right cast. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it depends if it's a show that you didn't care about. It's not going to mean anything. I, listen, I like the show, but I guess I wasn't that into it where I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, you know. You had Alf to think about. I definitely, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen. I mean, what happened with Willie, that guy who played Willie Tanner? Crack, oh, yeah. smoking crack with a bunch of dudes in, yeah. a, in, a, in a hotel room? Yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah, why wasn't that an episode? Uh, let me see here. Ryan Murphy shared new details of the 16 standalone episodes of the new American Horror spinoff. Uh, and, and they give me next to nothing here. It says it will feature fam- familiar faces and delve into horror myths, legend, and lore. Wow. Isn't that what it always does? <laughs> yeah, but at this time, it's going to be more so. Okay. I will t- I'll, t- I'll tell you this again. I insist. I will not. E- I can't the 80s even- one? Not- you have to. I know. Because Preston, I mean, they have things like, like the band AHA is in it. I mean, it's just bizarre. And- and you said it plays on every great 80s horror every stereotype, great, right? And it's let it get outlandish. Okay. It'll appear to go off the rails okay. and stay with it because it's purposefully going off the rails. Okay. Uh, season four of the show Big Mouth will bow on Netflix December 4th. I didn't, I didn't watch the third season. I, for some reason, I kind of bailed out on I've told you before, it's the dirtiest show I've ever seen. It, it's an animated show, but it is 
The subject matter is the filthiest stuff I've ever seen. Uh, Maria Bamford will be on as Tito the Mosquito and Zach Galifianakis as Gratitude. Additional stars include Seth Rogen, uh, Lena Waithe. Um, Aren't there some? John Oliver, Sterling K. Brown, Paul Giamatti. Cast changes too, right? I guess so, because I know that uh, over the years. Um, Nick Kroll. Yeah, 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 there's been a, a, a big lineup on there. So. Laney. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, Mulaney is, is one of the brothers. main characters, but it does, <laughs> the property brothers. Jonathan doesn't, Andrew? It doesn't mention that here. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, one other thing, and then we'll, uh, then we'll, I guess we have clips this morning. We'll find out. We do. Uh, six weeks before Wonder Woman 1984 is scheduled to open in theaters on Christmas. Warner Brothers execs are considering whether to push the highly anticipated zero superhero sequel to the summer of 2021. Just do it. Or keep the HBO movie in its December 25th theatrical debut. I don't see that happen. They were going to do it on the 25th and then put it into HBO Max streaming service in early January. So you're going to do a quick theater run and then straight to streaming. Why don't... Listen, I... So at this point, do we have an idea about what would happen? We, they, there were... The movies that have been open directly to, like Bill and Ted's, for example. Yeah. What the revenue was, the take yeah. on that was good. How did Mulan do in their direct-to-streaming release? Would a film like Wonder Woman, with the firepower behind it and the kind of people, you know, the audience that would be there for it, if you were to release it streaming, would you think it would be comparable to box office take? I'm not sure. I, I don't know how that money. No, you don't think so, Case? No way. Okay. No I don't way. know how it works out. Uh, so the fate of the highly anticipated superhero film is in limbo because of the uh, restrictions, obviously, uh, that first hit in March. It pushed the film's theatrical release from June 5th to August 14th, then October 2nd, and finally December 25th. But with the COVID cases spiking at alarming rates across the country, yeah. Warner Brothers is facing the specter of another widespread shutdown, especially in major urban areas that drive the vast majority of the theatrical business. So I would expect them to make that announcement soon. Yeah, yeah they, they don't have a lot of time. You know, Steve, to answer your question, I think it would probably do better than any of those other movies. I think it would do better than Tenet and right, Bill and right. and, and all. But still, uh, what it would make... In theaters and only in theaters when people felt safe going to a movie theater. Let me propose this notion, though, if I may. Yeah. And let me twist your melon with this. What if when it's released, it's released amongst a glut of other films, and because of that, it gets a diminished um, yeah. viewership because now everyone's head spinning with – and they're backed up and all this stuff. In other words, to move these films along in the way they need to move them along, chronology-wise – you're going to have to release them eventually. Well, I know for me, like if that came out and Black Widow and, and some of these other movies all came out even on the same day or yeah. know, in successive weeks or whatever, or I would go see all of them in the okay. theater. But right. again, like it, I think what it really boils down to is whether or not, you know, because Preston, you just said, like, you know, we're uh, cases are on a rise right now. Right. right. So if if. There's a vaccine, and you know, it feels safer, and it's in the summer. I would be feel more inclined to go. What if they then. could come up with a hybrid of vaccinated popcorn? Mm. Okay, there you go. A way to distribute it. I like it. Right. All right, we're ready for clips. So here we go. All rise is a fictional drama series. I just wanted to say it like a court bail. <laughs> totally. I was like, I was about to stand up. In a fictional drama series that looks at the daily lives of those working at a Los Angeles County courthouse. And in this clip, star Simone Missick recalls showrunner Greg Spottiswood. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, it's over there. Spottiswood <laughs> yeah. is his last name. S-P-O-T-T-I-S-W-O-O-D. Yeah. Spottiswood. 
Yeah, it's got a freckle on the end. Uh, pitching the idea to film an entire episode via Zoom. Hit it, please. Greg uh, has a pitch for an episode. We were like, what? And Greg proceeds, Greg Spottiswood, the show uh, creator, proceeds to like reading us a 10-minute treatment. And our mouths are open. We're all like bright with excitement. We're like, yes, we would love this. This is amazing. Shut up, dummy. All rise. All rise. Airs tonight at 9. That's on CBS. Next clip. Tell me a story. Takes the world's most beloved fairy tales and reimagines them as a dark and psychological thriller. And in this clip, star Paul Wesley talks about his favorite on-set memory. Hit it. The more dark a role is, the more you want to joke when the cameras aren't rolling. I've developed a real sense of humor with my colleagues and my coworkers, and that to me has so far been the best memory. You are so dumb. A new episode of Tell Me a Story premieres tomorrow at 9. You sound excited. And well, it's on the CW. <laughs> he brought that same passionate acting to the Vampire Diaries. All right, and that is all I have in the entertainment report uh, this morning. We'll try and do better tomorrow. I'll try and have my, excellent. I'll try not to report, you know, iconic singers as dead. <laughs> Like hey, uh, Diana Ross. Was it in your show prep that way? It was. It's not your fault. It was not my fault. I'll bet I'll, I'll, I'll do You know, you, like the Manchurian candidate, he was programmed to do that. Not his fault. That's right. All right, so before we break, which is what we normally do, and uh, come back, we do have our first guest of the morning, and she's an important one. Yes. Uh, she is the head of the organization of which is benefiting from your generous donations for the course of the week. We have this beautiful setup here, by the way. She's in her own booth. Yes. Mind you, broadcasting. And we would like to welcome the CEO of Phil Abundance, Ms. Lori Jones. Hey! Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I, have, I really want to sing Mrs. Jones to you, but... I love that song. Do it! Do, Mrs. It. Jones, oh, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones. I actually met Billy Paul once. I was so excited. Oh, really? He's a Philly, he's a Philly oh guy. God. Yeah. 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 Philadelphia. Nice. Uh, well, listen, thank you for stopping by this morning. Thank you. And uh, we, yeah, we. You pull, listen. Pull the mic down a little bit closer to you, if you wouldn't mind, just so we yeah. can get your, hear your lilting tones a little bit better. Thank you. There we go. So we have this is our twenty third year doing this event, uh, and we haven't had a chance to encounter you yet. How long have you been on the job now? Since June second. Okay. All right. So you, great year to get a new <laughs> job, right? <laughs> Trial by fire. Now. <laughs> I was talking to Marcus Allen, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. Oh, yeah. You guys are buds, right? That's right. We're right. Way back. And he had nothing but praise for you and, and said that uh, that uh, they, they couldn't be in better hands over there. Oh, I'll so. send him the check later. But <laughs> so, so, Lori, you jump in at a time, at, at, at a crisis time, yeah. um, which has got to be a tough gig for you, uh, I would imagine. But I think uh, by now you've seen the generosity of this city and, and know the potential here. It's incredible. Yeah. It is absolutely incredible. Um, and remember, I started in June, so since March, the team I get to lead, they're the real heroes. They were the ones who figured out, we didn't know what was going on in the world, how to continue to get food out That's to people. Right. And part of how they were able to do it was because of all of you. The food we gave out to people at the beginning of COVID was camp out food. Nice. Oh, oh wow. Right? Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Laurie, were you here yesterday as well with the uh, Philatron people? I sure was. I was watching Action News last night, and uh, they had some great coverage of it. It looked like a really good crowd. So, you know, we don't know what to expect this year, but if that's any indication as to what this week is going to look like, at least I think that bodes well. There were hundreds of incredible cars. I mean, people had their trunks filled with food. The only thing is nobody let me drive their Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So here's the deal. The first year they did it that way, 
because it became over the course of the years that these guys have been coming down and doing such wonderful things and donating so much food. Last year, the idea was a, a big car show over a couple lots here in the same complex. And it was amazing. And you could actually go over and sit in some of the cars. With any luck, if everything's move, everything moves along, we can return to that. And then perhaps you can drive a Porsche. Okay? Thank you for right. that. <laughs> so, Lori, like, you know, like I said, we've been doing this for years. So we have our system down. And, and we know what works. And, and we're going to continue uh, to hit the message. Um, how about you guys at uh, at Phil Abundance? What's what's the message that you're putting forward right now to encourage people to participate? You know, the message is that the need has just grown dramatically. During COVID, we've seen 60% more people accessing the Charitable Food Network. And one of the things that's most striking to me is 40% of them never had to ask for a handout before. Right. You 40% know? have never had to ask for a handout before. That's the predicament. We've always talked about the fact that uh, the notion of the, the working poor, people who are, are perhaps drawing a salary or, or we, we're trying to figure out whether they put, you know, keep the, the lights on or buy some food for their kids. So you add on to this, this whole new addition, and it's certainly impactful. So where do we stand right now with the, the reserves and, and, and what, what you're looking at? Yeah, we're looking at having to continue to purchase more food, have more food drives to meet this growing need. And so I'll give you some numbers. We ended up, normally we say that we distribute about 28 million pounds of food in a year. First six months of COVID, 30 million pounds of food. Oh, God. Okay. Wow, six months. And that's, that's, you've gone beyond what normally takes a year. Okay, so that's, that's how important this is. And that's why we are asking people, uh, even though it might be difficult to open up your wallet and, uh, and do what you can. And, and we've, uh, we've put a lot of emphasis on uh, virtual donations because of, you know, obviously the issues. Uh, we, we are keeping things as clean and as streamlined here as possible. We're going to make it very, very safe for people to do those in-person donations. And I think people still like to do that. I think there's something very tangible about that, about getting out. Uh, getting some distance and actually coming down here and donating. And we appreciate that. And we're going to take your well-being into consideration. But obviously, uh, if, if you would like to do a virtual donation, uh, you guys can do a lot with money. I know that as far as making it stretch and getting what you need uh, for people who are, have food insecurities. Um, that's exactly right. We had budgeted last year to spend about $120,000 on food, $120,000 a month on food. We end up spending over half a million dollars a month on food. Wow. So we need more and more funds to okay. be able to meet this growing and need. So absolutely. Lest we forget that the, the bizarre anomaly, I guess you could call it, that Philadelphia, I mean, prior to COVID and everything, the, the economy was booming along. And and yet, even at that point, for, for years prior to that, Philadelphia remains bizarrely a, a food insecure city. And that's something that, that uh, we need to really reverse. First off, we're going to have to take care of this, right. and then pass this, look for the long-term goal of making sure people are fed. I'm so glad you said that. Everybody knows Philadelphia is one of the poorest city, poorest big cities in the country. Yeah. Um, and the reality is that some of that spreads out to our suburbs, too. Yeah. So yeah. we serve, as you know, five counties in southeastern Pennsylvania and four counties in South Jersey. And you'll find pockets of food insecurity in every single county, virtually every zip code in this area. And, yeah, things started getting a little bit better with the economy in 2019, and then 2020 happened. Right. Yeah.
So how about you guys as an organization uh, with uh, volunteers and assistance in that regard? You doing okay, or do you, can you always use more? We can always use more. Okay. Um, we figured out a way. Just like here, when I came in, I had to have my temperature taken. We, you know, socially distanced. Everybody's being safe. We're doing the same in our building. So okay. we have invited volunteers in. We just have fewer, um, but we definitely are still welcoming volunteers to help us pack food. We'll take all this food that you guys have donated, pack it up in boxes to get it out to our agencies. Okay, excellent. Well, we're going to do our thing this week, and uh, we'll be in constant contact with you guys. And so you let us know what, what we can do to, uh, you know, make this a huge success, and we'll do it. You're our hunger heroes. We can't thank you oh, enough. Thank you, Lori. For the great work you do. Thank you all. It. And thank you to Johnny from Kensington, who was the first. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Kensington. Yeah, nice. And to all the subsequent. Yep. And to everybody else. We so love and appreciate everything you're doing for us. She's the boss. Yes. CEO of Phil Abundance, Lori Yay. Jones. Thank you. All right. With that, we are. Normally, there's a thunderous crowd applause. It's so weird where it's Man. just us two, three people in here yeah. clapping. Uh, but I tell you what, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment. And we got guests. There they are. There they are. We've got guests aplenty and stuff to do. So we'll uh, come back in just a moment. Camp Out for Hunger, 93.3 WMMR. COVID may have prevented Camp Out for Hunger's studio audience. But you can still feel like you're there at WMMR.com. Visit for daily picks, vids, our live stream, and more. I think if I put like a kerchief on my hair, yeah, I would look like a a young Catherine Hepburn, uh, <laughs> you know, except hotter. Yeah. <laughs> Norman. I'm gonna take Norman. Oh wait, Riss has gotten me one. Where's my shawl, Norman? Let's <laughs> go out and listen to the loons. No, a young, uh, a young Catherine. No, I'm thinking older, Are more you? regal, more mature. All right, here I am. You've put a, you put the Howard Hughes's to the side, and now you've moved on. How do I look? Oh, God, that's disturbing. <laughs> you look like no. a Russian peasant. <laughs> I do. It's not a good look for me. No. Thankfully, our engineering department has put up a, a sun blocker. As I saw the beautiful sunrise, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be gorgeous. And the sun started getting higher. I'm like, oh, this could be a problem. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's it's a wonderful, it's going to be a beautiful day. It's going up to the, the mid-50s, a little bit breezy. We got very, very windy last night. I mean, like 60-mile-an-hour gusts and... That's going to problem, cause some problems uh, with some downed trees and things like that. But nonetheless, we get by. Now, we're excited to welcome uh, a guest to the show. He has made it a point to be one of our first guests the past several years at the Camp Out for Hunger. Yes. And uh, fresh off uh, being uh, reelected, the great state of Delaware, to the uh, the Senate, the UN- United States Senate. Please welcome Senator Chris Coon. Yeah. Good morning, Preston. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Nick. Kathy. Great to be out. Nice to see you, Senator. How you doing? Doing great. Uh, really excited to go back to Washington. Yeah, I'm sure. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. You just barely. Won. Did you believe that was that credible? Yeah. That that credible? Was, that yeah. No. Uh, nice job. No, we're we're happy that you continue to uh, to spend some time uh, to come by here and see us and uh, and help you know stimulate our uh, listen. I know I use the word. <laughs> yeah, please manually stimulate <laughs> yes. our listeners to. Come. <laughs> Wait, did that you did not snort? take long. Was yes, that, you? that was snortworthy. That if was you snortworthy. Can, <laughs> if you can get a senator to snort before 8 a.m. Raise our listeners and stimulate them. No, Morally, no. I mean, with your mouth, use your words. Wow. Your he's words. Stimulate. He's, this is a senator yeah, we're senator. talking to here. Really elevating the conversation. And honestly, if you you don't want to make um, politics look seedy. No. Right. <laughs> we're doing well enough on our own. Thank you. 
You know, one one of the things we really, uh, as a show, we we don't get into the 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 political arena. It's something that we stay out of because we feel that we're kind of the antithesis to that. There's plenty of that. If you want to find it, you know where to go. And also, Preston, because we're laboring under the misconception that uh, uh, we're stupid. That yeah. too. That that too. That's a misconception. Uh, but yeah, so so we uh, it's it's somewhere that we we don't really get into. We stay in the entertainment realm, but we do appreciate when. The politicians uh, in and around our area, actually anywhere, want to come on and help to uh, promote this event, especially uh, as important as it is this year. Mm. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it in in the state of Delaware as well. Food insecurity. I mean, there's a lot of people are going through the financial hardships, all kinds of problems. Uh, can you speak to that? What you I seen? can, and thank you, thank you for what you've been doing um, for years and years and years. You started with a goal in '98 of I think one ton, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think you got more than 1,300 tons last year. But this is a different kind of year. We've got Thanksgiving, uh, Thursday of next week. Um, when, I, when it first really hit me that this pandemic was going to be really hard was when the Food Bank of Delaware did um, a food distribution at our mall, at Christiana Mall, right off of 95. I went, you know, I thought maybe there'd be a couple dozen people. There were hundreds and hundreds of people. The line went all the way around the mall. Uh, there were thousands of people, and this was months ago. This was six months ago. Yeah, you would, you would see footage from around the yeah. country of, you know, drive-in food distribution yep. uh, um, drives the, a mile long, a mile yeah. and a half long. And so, it, it, obviously, the situation has only exacerbated that. So, uh, again, your, 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 your takeaway from all this, um, it, you know, Delaware, the, the, the country, uh, it's going to be a, a while where we're going to be handling this. But what's your take on, on, on people's generosity, their ability to rise to the occasion? I've seen unbelievable generosity. That's part of what makes me so optimistic about us, about the American people. And this is what you help bring out is fill abundance and uh, the camp out for hunger. Give people a chance to recognize um, as we go into the holiday season, you know, folks who've been successful or folks who have it in their heart to share from what they've got um, do and do so abundantly. And that's a big part of what makes us America. And that's a big part of what makes camp out for hunger so important. In my own community at Acme, you know, just right at the checkout, you can just put in a dollar or two or three, and you know that that goes directly to people in need. Yeah. You know, there's folks who are skeptical of government programs. This this is a from the people of this area to the people of this area, um, and I, I think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing, and I it just it gets me in the holiday mood. It reminds me of just how much good there is in our world. Uh, and I'd encourage anyone who's listening, if you haven't donated already, there's a way you can still come up and be a part of the – no, you can't be a part of the live audience. <laughs> but you right. can drive up, and it's literally from your trunk to the truck with no contact. Or you can do it online, or you can do it through any of a number of local businesses in my community uh, with Acme. And it really, really makes a difference. There are millions of hungry Americans. Well put. There, uh, there's a lot of divisiveness and, and division and rancor, especially leading up to the election. And it takes effort and uh, to put that behind you. You know, it takes effort to forgive uh, if your side lost, if, if your side won, no matter what the outcome was, whatever you liked it or disliked it. But one way to get past all of that is to do some good and to feel yep. good about uh, your, your community, about Absolutely. your country. And, and so I look at this as <laughs> without um, – without false modesty as a week of healing <laughs> there's so much good that can be done just by coming down and making a donation or hopping online and making a donation and i'm sure you see that as well yeah you know there are so many families that have been divided uh, families that have you know 
Cowboys fans, Giants fans, and, you know, barely know how to talk to each other at Thanksgiving. <laughs> now you've done it. You've, you've started case. Yeah. <laughs> Steelers fans. But, you know, look, we, we have things that divide us, and you're absolutely right. What has brought us together as a nation for decades is – finding it in our heart to go and do good things together. This is a great way to do that. Well, oh, sorry, Preston, you go ahead. I was going to change direction, but go ahead. No, I, I, I defer I, to you. So uh, I wanted to ask you about it because, and, and I don't have this written down, but I, was it Leslie Jones that, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay. And it was this suit. And it it's blue. Suit. It's blue, okay. damn it, it's blue. So Senator Coons was on television. <laughs> Leslie Jones was, was following the election uh, very, very closely, and he comes on, and there was some kind of lighting, and you looked like you were wearing the most pippin purple. purple suit Hot ever. Purple. And Leslie was filming her reaction to it, and she was freaking out over the whole thing. Uh, and so this is the suit you were this wearing. This is the suit, and we, it's we, blue. We, we can verify this. It's, it's indeed blue. It's blue. Did you have – was there lighting on you? Yeah. Okay. There was like a hot purple light on okay. me. Because <laughs> it was at the riverfront the night we were celebrating something big that happened. Okay, and so which in my nonpartisan way I'm not celebrating now. <laughs> okay, all right. So did you uh, you responded to her right? I believe yes on social media. <laughs> yes, and I think I said it's blue like Pennsylvania. Okay, nice, very well. So <laughs> but, but it was hilarious that she got a kick out of that. <laughs> she did. Nice. And have you ever you, you haven't met her in person, have you? No, but she's welcome to come. You know, scream warnings to my neighbors about my purple suit anytime oh, she like. How about you return the favor? And appear on supermarket sweepstakes. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be cool running around. I could show my ignorance of food prices. <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you with that, with that people, you know, obviously you're, uh, 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 you're a United States senator. You're, you're in the public eye. People comment. They either love you or they hate you or, you know, maybe there's people in between, but you, we know how it is. And, and so as in your position, you have to get used to praise and criticism. Yep. What are some of your favorite criticisms that you get that you actually get a laugh out of? What, what do people is it? besides that you dress like a pimp? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I can't tell you off the top of my head my favorite criticism, uh, but I sure get a lot of them. OK. And, and they and they they tend to do with the fact that, you know, do they go after we, the ball? You get the bald it, all the time. Oh, come on. Yeah. Now. And and a comparison to other things. Yeah, oh, uh, oh. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Enough of that. Because yeah. of the short and the bald. I'm but, saying, you know, like, I'll, you know. I'll go. You, we're in a club. Well, same and, team. And bald is the new Harry. Bald is That's beautiful. Saying, yeah. Bald is beautiful. That's yeah. right. Nice. Uh, how is your family doing? On a, on a Fabulous. Personal? Today is my anniversary. Hey! Ah. 24 years later, and uh, I still can't believe she said yes. Uh, my wife's from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Uh, and she and her parents and she lives there now <laughs> are literally yeah she lets me visit you know i have visitation it, it's it's a rocky it's, no no that's cool they they are her parents are just i mean the greatest salt of the earth wonderful just amazing people we have three beautiful children uh one one's in college in philly uh one's in south bend uh and one's in new york and this has been a remarkable year, and we've come through it really, really well, and I love her. She is the center of my life. Obviously, Thanksgiving is going to be different this year. Virtual. Are, do you guys normally host? or We often host, and it's 50 or, it's, it can be 50 or 60 people. Wow. And um, it's going to be pods of you know four or five families that live together, and we're, we're trying to figure out the Zoom. You're going to try and do a, a, a full event like that. That should be cool. How many people in, in your house? How many people? Just the, the nuclear family? Five, yeah. Okay. Just okay. my wife, me, and our kids. And I was literally talking with my mom yesterday about, Mom, I'm so, so, so sorry, but, yeah. like, it just isn't safe. It's she just... probably said, no problem, you guys can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I, you know, for folks who are listening, I know how hard this is. Um, so many of us have extended family members who we love dearly and we'd love to be with, but they, they have, you know, conditions, whether age or pre-existing conditions that make them vulnerable. We ha- it is an act of love to have Thanksgiving separately and safely so we can all get through this together. We know the CDC numbers. We know that, that the, the, you know, the, the survivability of, of COVID is extraordinarily high. However, for the people in that range who, who are the grandmoms, the granddads, all of that, that's where the problem lies. And this, it's sort of a precarious situation. So it's sage advice. So think of a way to, you know, record something and send it to them. Give yeah. them one of those skylight frames. Figure out how to do Zoom with them. But or ignore you know, them. If or ignore them. Ignore them all together. Honestly, yeah. right. Just keep ignoring them if they are a constant source. They of might pain. go away. Yeah. Yeah. Ignore Maybe them long is... enough. They might just get the <laughs> two snort show. Message. Yeah. This <laughs> is a two snort show. That was a second yeah. snort from Senator. Hey, um, Senator, uh, I'm, I'm just I, I've never. Uh, Looked you up on Wikipedia, and Uh-oh. I'm looking at, no, this is great. I mean, like, listen, obviously you're highly educated, but after you graduated law school, you, you moved to Kenya, and you, and you volunteered in Kenya? Yeah, I, I, uh, I spent time in Kenya and South Africa working in Kenya with an orphanage and in South Africa with the Council of Churches. Did you okay. enter Kensington wrong? Is that what uh, happened? He, he meant to go to Kensington, <laughs> left off a few syllables. Um, <laughs> three what? snorts, third snort, I heard it. So uh, that <laughs> this is going to have to be a contest next year. <laughs> I, agree, Kath. I would love uh, that's an area of the world I'd love to get to. Uh, Kathy's yeah. been like nine times. Stop it. She's terrified. <laughs> she's terrified of the I, shot. The lions. How many no, shots I, did you? Yeah, a lot, right? A I've had them all. OK, yeah. Wow. Uh, well, listen, once again, we appreciate the continued support year after year. It's very cool of you to uh, to stop by here and, and help us promote this event. And donate. And donate. Uh, yes, and we appreciate it. Thank you so but, much. But he's, he's a good luck charmer. We can't. We, we're so thrilled you took the time to but get But you can't here. rub my head. No, no. <laughs> no. Don't year. you hate that? <laughs> we yes. Like, we're some it's sort like of, I'm a leprechaun some or something. People like want to rub my head. It's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Excellent. It's great to see you, Senator. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Senator Chris Booth from the great state of Delaware, the first state. Thank you very much. And we will continue on as uh, Senator Coons makes his way out. Normally, we would stop and go take a picture and do things French like kiss. that. French uh, kiss. But we're not, we're not going to be doing that stuff this year. Uh, I don't think we're going to be doing that no. this year. No. no. Uh, we do have a smaller setup, obviously. It's about a quarter of the size of the room, as I said. You know, I described it as we got started this morning. But I'll continue for those who are staying with us to kind of explain our situation as people uh, join us. Uh, and... Uh, as the senator was saying, it's very easy for you to drive by and stop and donate without making any contact at all. We have uh, the uh, volunteers that are here to uh, take the food straight from your trunk and put it on the truck, and we got it covered. They're out there. They're waiting. They're yep. good to go. I, I Honestly, we're too stupid to plan something this <laughs> comprehensive, but all of the measures that are in place from, from um, you know, the plexiglass between us to the, to the forced distancing to all of the stuff. But yet it's still, if, you, if, you're, if you're coming from any direction, there are signs leading you in. You get in here. You can get it done. Wave high. It's, it's awesome. Steve, you mentioned the plexiglass and stuff. How about our little microphone condoms that we have Absolutely. Here? These, are, these are little, they're like tiny little hairnets. Well, what happens is our microphones look like Mennonite chefs. Uh, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You do. Uh, I didn't. They must. I didn't know they even made these things. No. Are they, I guess you can wash them. Is that the reason? I, well, they're going to change them every time yeah, that we, yeah, that we use these mics, oh, and they're going to okay. switch out the microphones. 
uh, because obviously Pierre will be broadcasting. So will Jackson and Sarah and Jackie right. Bam Bam. So the areas, uh, every, every one of these broadcast areas are going to be disinfected. They're going to switch out the microphones, our little microphone condoms that we have here. Uh, the staff is taking care of In fact, right now, uh, our staff is, uh, that microphone's hot, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you can turn down the uh, the guest mic because we're switching the condom. Yep. And we're going to wipe it down. So, uh, Rodney, if you could bring that mic down. Good to go. Uh, so we're getting it all taken care of. But in the meantime, uh, we're going through the uh, business as usual stuff. We'll have some more guests on the show later on this morning. Jim Gardner, Cecily Tyne, and Deuces Rogers. <laughs> Hold on. Stop. The <laughs> microphone is hot. So while you're doing that, I can hear that. I, I, <laughs> I heard it was. I told him it was good to go because it's I thought not. it was. Here, I tap on it. Anything. Tap on it. Go ahead. Yeah, it's still it's on. Still hot. Uh, Rodney's on the phone. He's. Are you ordering? But I, hey guys, I don't hear it. You, you don't, don't hear it. We I hear don't it. hear it at all. Oh, yeah. okay. We'll, we'll worry about it. We'll clean it up later. Right. All right. Yeah, so. yeah. But thank you. It <laughs> wasn't Kathy, your fault. It was my and, fault. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, uh, Kathy is at home. Uh, she will be broadcasting this week from there. It's a precaution. Well, she sort of said to us, "You know, I'm I'm not so concerned about the hungry this year." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop so it. I decided Stop. to let her stay at home. No, listen. I am really bummed that I'm not there. It it is a big week, and uh, you know, she said she's is. getting some Amazon shipments, and she and like I needed to, be home. to stay home. No, no. I, 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 I honestly, I'm disappointed that I'm not there with you guys. Well, uh, explain what happened. Um, so do we have time for us? Sure. Yeah. We yeah. Got, yeah. Okay. I'll do it quickly. Time, yeah. So, um, I got my hair done on Wednesday. Uh, I obviously I'm completely fine. I, I don't have any symptoms or anything like that, but I got my hair done on Wednesday. On Saturday, I got a call from the salon telling me that my hairstylist tested positive. Uh, she started to not feel well on Friday. She got the test on Saturday, came back positive. So, uh, as a precaution, uh, according to the Montgomery County Health Department, uh, I need to now quarantine for 14 days. So that's why uh, they have me separated from all of you and in my house. Okay, but and you feel fine. You're not showing any symptoms, but we're doing this as just a precaution because even though we are not really going to come into contact with anybody, we are going to be around each other like we have yeah. at work. But we, you know, wear a mask and keep distance. But it's just a safety precaution. So yeah, I feel completely fine. We both had masks on the entire time. I think I will. I will be fine. But obviously, we have to do this. Does the CDC recommend that you go ziplining if you are? So I got the call the after the zipline. I was wondering the, I saw the same damn yesterday. thing, Preston. I'm, I'm I turned to my wife. I'm like, wow, she was so concerned. She was <laughs> ziplining. I'm so glad you brought that up. We get a text, and I turn to my wife, and I go, "This is Kathy, apparently sick." Going no, I'm not lining. sick. You wanted to make sure you could fly over people oh my and God. spread the COVID. No, I had it actually an amazing day on Saturday. We went out to Hellerick's Farm in Doylestown. Uh, and Jason and I did this, uh, and some oh, friends so of ours. Oh, of the recent COVID flare. No, stop! And some of our. So if you were oh at my that God. farm at any and some point of our friends, Sunday, and we did this wanna... whole aerial course and the zip line. It was awesome. Uh, we finished, and I saw a phone call from uh, from the salon, and I'm like, "That's weird. Why are they calling me?" Uh, and I got in the car, and I actually talked to them on my way home. Okay, so which is cool. Listen, and, you and, can't no, it, and that and that's that. You talk about things like that. This is more, it's more a case of being taking the precautions. Yeah. You can't stop everything and you right, can't right. stop living. Yeah. But you take sensible precautions. And, and, and Kathy's idea of a sensible precaution <laughs> is zipline. Yeah. 
Hey, but what's more important, I thought you guys would be uh, pretty proud of me for climbing was, up there and doing that. Kath, I was very impressed. And and actually, it looked like you, you posted a picture. I don't think it was you up on that netting. Yes, it was that me. That was you? Yes. I saw you doing the zip, but I didn't know you, do, you were doing the ropes course as well. And I, will, I was impressed. That looked hard. I'll tell you, Preston. I, so I called ahead of time just to check the difficulty level. And uh, the guy I spoke to, uh, I believe was the owner. His name is Paul. And he was like, no, 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 you'll be fine. And I'm like... He didn't ask how tall I was. He didn't ask my weight. He didn't ask my physical ability. Yeah. Like, he just went, no, 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 you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So I went, and honestly, even even when we were up there, I was thinking it was going to be much easier than it was. We didn't, I only made two levels. There was a third level. We never got to that third level. We just did the two levels. But, I mean, there were points where I was slightly terrified. Of course, I didn't think I was going to die. I'm attached and all of that. But uh, it wasn't. It wasn't super easy. It looks it looks awesome. Where is it again, Kathy? Uh, it's in it's out in Doylestown. It's called Hellerick's Farm, and, uh, and they, you know they do a lot of things in the fall. But uh, this part, this aerial course, is still open. And Saturday was beautiful, so it was a perfect day for it. Wait, is it possible that this will end up in your holiday activities list? Oh, one well, not holiday because they don't do anything okay. uh, for Christmas or anything like that. But definitely, this is going on next year's fall activity list. All right. they, sh- they should. They should hang like lights from the the zips and stuff. Right, like that. swing from live electrical lights. That'd be cool, right? <laughs> Wouldn't it? Uh, no, that was uh, that was impressive. I haven't done one. Man, we used to. I, I was doing the zip courses, zip zip and and ropes courses for a while. But since I tweaked out my shoulder, it's just like not even a consideration. They are so much fun you, to do. You did the Elmwood Park one, right? Yeah, that one's great. Yeah, it is a great one, and in fact, they're expanding it. I mean, they're doing a, a ton over there. And you always think, well, I got to go to Costa Rica to do one that's going to be, you know, no, no. You, they're, they're ones right in the area. Is Kathy uh, is an example of. And uh, and she was able to spread her disease everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it! No, come no, on. it's all totally fine. Uh, so, Steve, I actually looked into going to the Elmwood Park Zoo, uh, doing that one, the, their treetop adventure, and because we've never done that. They're yeah. actually uh, closed right now because okay. of COVID. They are obviously going to reopen eventually. But uh, my friend's daughter, who I went with, she's done a bunch of these throughout the area. She's done the Elmwood Park Zoo one. We were up on this one, and she goes, I can't wait to finish this and then never come back again. <laughs> this is way harder. So there's a bit of it. So it's, it's, it's physically a little bit more uh, formidable is what you're saying, but it's, it's still fun. Yeah, it was okay. it was a great time. Even right. for me, even though it was difficult and very scary, uh, you know, when I was finished, I was like, that was awesome. How soon yeah. before Kathy's at Paris Island Press? I know, man, <laughs> doing the whole yeah. run that they have there. That'd be pretty sweet. Now, but at the zoo, yeah, you go over the, the bison enclosure. Yes. And you zip And eating bison. No, not, they don't. Oh, they, they don't? can kill okay. you, but they won't eat. They could no. trample you to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes it kind of cool. Well, check Kathy's social media if you want to see her swinging and spreading COVID. <laughs> And we did do a goat experience, too. I'm going to post some pictures today. That was really awesome. You get up close and personal with these goats. Did you have a candy apple while you're out there? You know what? No, I didn't have a candy apple. But I did go to, oh, my God, this tiny little place called The Salt Box. It's a soft pretzel store. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Salt Box? Yes. Is it just like a standalone place out there? Yeah, it's right down the street from the farm. It's, I mean, it took me a minute to get there from the farm. Uh, Steve, you mentioned uh, candy apples, but uh, um, our buddy Brian from Chorus Photography brought us all caramel apples this morning. Like the coolest thing. It's very cool. He didn't yeah. Do that. And now, all, he brought like 50 of them. He, he's the guy that's done the photos from Camp Out for Hunger for years and years. All those really badass pictures of Casey coming up out of the water, Nick yeah. with the rubber on his, <laughs> exploding on his head, and all, all the great 
action shots uh, from the Camp Out for Hunger are courtesy of uh, Brian, of course, photography. And he's going to be shooting through this week. And, and uh, it's going to be a little bit different, but you'll be able to follow along with his outstanding photography. So while you're doing that, and also remember that we're, we're streaming videos constantly yes. coming from here. So, uh, yep. uh, in, in fact, in an enhanced way from years past, and that's thanks to our own Nick Murphy and Newman College, yes? Yes. Newman University. Newman University. Newman University, University yes. Yeah. yeah, it's right on the YouTube page. It's uh, crystal clear, and uh, you can just dial up uh, Preston and Steve's YouTube account and watch us live. It's really cool. And Brian Miller, who's actually on the mic right here. Hey, Brian. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. You already started. You've been posting pictures from years past on your account lately. Yeah, uh, for the last week and a half, just to kind of get everybody up to speed with it. Nice. And so you're going to be here all week covering this? Here all week covering it. It's it's absolutely going to be a little bit different. Yep. Got to get a little artistic and and trying to. Ooh. We'll put still fruit in front of everything. That'll right. Make it nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll do some nudes and yeah, it'll be great. Tasteful. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did that last year from the back. Don't forget. Yeah. Holding our breasts. Uh, yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. All right. Um. You know what? I think we should take a break. Yes. And we should come back. Yes, Marissa. Real quick. Really quickly, Brian wanted to thank his friend who gave us those apples. Yeah. Um. The apples that you were talking yep. about. Uh, my friend Tina from Divine Apples just awesome. thought it would be nice to give everybody a little sweet this year since Super it's been crap duper guest. nice. Excellent. All right. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. The B-Files, some guests joining us. Ginger Z is going to be on the show this morning, too, which is really cool. So we'll come back. Camp Out for Hunger, Xfinity, live right here in the parking lot. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Martin Law, the law firm for injured workers. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. We are going to have business as usual at this event, so I have the bizarre file ready, and let's fire that up right now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. It's brought to you this morning by HERS Game Day Traditions, even at your home gate. However you're gearing up for the game, make sure to have Billy's favorite chip, that's HERS, forever good. We'll begin with this story. A man who is facing several charges in connection with a multi-day crime spree, told deputies that he brought a child along with him because at times, or he brought a child with him at times because he, quote, wanted to toughen him up a little bit. Yeah, sometimes a good crime spree is what you need to make a man out of someone. Deputies arrested 36-year-old Ernest McKnight. McKnight is facing several charges. Deputies say an 8-year-old boy was with him while he allegedly committed some of the crimes. I'm taking the boy with me. The spree started when McKnight stole an empty, idling red Hyundai. Watch this. At the time, the driver was outside the car doing uh, some surveying for construction. Several days later, a man parked his car to walk his dog. Deputies say the man saw McKnight rummaging through his SUV. McKnight then left the scene, and he left in the previously stolen Hyundai. If you want something, you got to steal it for yourself. A few hours later, uh, after that incident, uh, authorities said that a homeowner saw McKnight steal a package from the front porch. When the victim yelled at him to return the package, deputies say McKnight yelled, It's mine now, and he left in the stolen Hyundai. Now let's go home and watch some porn. Uh, they <laughs> pulled him over, but uh, he refused to stop, and... When asked why he had the eight-year-old with him, Detective Say McKnight told them, I was trying to toughen him up. I don't want him to be soft. Well, someone has to drive. Uh, McKnight was arrested. Deputies say that the child was reunited with his family. I don't know who his family was or anything like that, but obviously McKnight is facing several charges. I think I think he may want to take that boy away from that guy. It might be a good Maybe. idea. Maybe. I don't know. 
A South Carolina man is in custody after wearing the same shirt to court that he wore to steal packages off of porches in a neighborhood. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> the first picture of the man in a green North Face shirt was posted on the Goose Creek Facebook page. And it said on the front of it, Preston, kiss me, I'm a porch pirate. Uh, claiming that he had stolen packages from porches. Police posted to Facebook Friday saying that the man came into a courtroom the next day wearing the exact same shirt. <laughs> the police had posted on their Facebook page, this guy decided to come into our courtroom the day after the first post was made, and lucky for us, he was wearing the same shirt. We are happy to say he is in custody. Police have not yet released the man's identity or what charges he faces. I hope all these ring cameras and all these security cameras that are now in existence are going to really reduce that porch pirate stuff yeah. this this year. I, I got to believe right? that it will. I have yeah. to believe. Just the idea, even if you don't see one, the idea that there might be one lurking around somewhere. We hope. Hopefully we'll keep people from doing that. A department store's decision to describe women who wear plus sizes as rotten and extremely terrible is going is about as well as one could reasonably expect. Exactly why the RT Mart, a Taiwan-based retail chain with 460 stores in China, chose to promote large women's sizing as horrible, while smaller sizes were called slim and beautiful, has not yet been fully explained. Okay, so they figured their way to tap into their audience was to call them horrible. Yeah. Uh, a photo of a sign shared on Chinese social media went so far as to include a size key indicating in which section women of certain heights and weights ought to shop. RT Mart was quickly was quick to issue an apology following the backlash, saying we deeply regret what? causing discomfort to the public due to inappropriate words used in some of its promotional materials. I like the fact that they use the word rotten <laughs> to describe larger sizes. I mean, was there no one? Even if you were to go with the excuse that something was screwed up in the translation, mm -hmm. there's no one who proofreads that? Uh, they claim that the yeah, rotten seems good. incident was isolated. Blair Dixon had been on trial for murdering John Singelli's uh, but at a hearing, it, it, but at but the hearing, I'm sorry, ended when he admitted manslaughter. Now Dixon stabbed Mr. Singeles in the chest, and here's why I bring this up: having falsely believed the victim had stolen his Canada Goose beanie, so he plunged a knife into his chest. He killed him. The 25-year-old defendant who was jailed. It was a good beanie. 12 years later found that he had left the hat at another friend's house. I feel so stupid. Mm -hmm. uh, the court heard that Mr. Singeles suffered a single unsurvivable knife wound to the chest yeah, of his home. You're not going to believe this. It was under the couch. <laughs> uh, Dixon fatally stabbed Mr. Singeles as he was incensed by the misapprehension that had that he had taken his hat. Oh, oh forget my hat if it wasn't soda. A friend of the victim was also stabbed in the arm. The court heard that uh, he could afford uh, that he could afford the expensive hat because he admitted to being a small-time drug dealer as well. Okay, so life is going well for him. All right. All right. Let's see. How about this one? Uh, the most hated person in Colorado is a guy named David Lesh. He seems to be going out of his way to try and earn the title. I think I've talked about him before. In April, after ski resorts had closed across the state, Lesh decided to rally his fanboy troops and go trespass on Keystone Mountain for a photo shoot. Oh, this guy. Yeah, the group rode snowmobiles up to Keystone's Park and started ripping it up with their motor sleds. Later, Lesh posted pictures of his friends that they took of him uh, launching it off of ski jumps. And in June, 
Uh, he decided that he was in the hiking mood. Instead of hiking on one of Colorado's thousands of still open trails, he and his gang drove to Hanging Lake, which, like the resorts, also happened to be closed due to the pandemic. Ignoring the closed signs, however, the troop hiked up the lake and Lesh insisted on following the ordeal or documenting the ordeal for all of his Instagram followers. He stripped off his shirt, stepped on uh, or sidestepped the sign that said plainly, no walking on log. And he went out on the log and he posed like an Abercrombie and Fitch model. Well, he was subsequently brought before a judge. Photographic evidence of him trespassing was undeniable. And they suggested Les had absolutely no respect for the state, the outdoors, or the public land whatsoever. So the judge ordered him to never trespass on closed national forest lands again and to abide by all open land rules lest he be arrested. Well, only days later, he posted another photo. This time, he was squatting in Maroon Bells Lake, taking a dump into the sapphire water, his face contorted in a foul grimace. So the guy was actually actively crapping in the lake. So... What's going to happen to him now? You can't simply warn him. Yeah, so the message was clear. David Lesh doesn't give a damn about Colorado's public lands or that judge's orders, and he was going to crap on both of them, which he did. The Internet and the state erupted in fury. Lesh's Instagram photo was bombarded with hate. Newspapers started writing articles condemning his actions, and at least one Change.org petition popped up and asked for the governor to deport him. Uh, Lesh isn't even from Colorado. He was born in Chicago, grew up in Wisconsin. So a few days later, Judge Gallagher reviewed Lesh's case and his actions. He dropped the hammer of justice, banning Lesh from entering any national forest lands in Colorado for the foreseeable future. So he's been banned altogether. Well, that's not going to do anything. I know, but next time will probably be jail. So, but, but why not now? This guy's a he's a d bag. Yeah. Uh, to us, really him, so. tell you, you better not come back. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, so. One of the things that we do here at the Camp Out for Hunger is welcome sponsors, and we also welcome clients and people who have uh, donations to pass along. Because, listen, without the sponsors and the clients, we can't do this broadcast. We can't do this event. Uh, Even though it is a different scope this year, there's still a lot of materials. There's still a lot of things that have to be paid for. There's a lot of manpower, so we need that assistance. There's actually probably the same, if not more, at least in infrastructure here this year, even for a pared-down broadcast, just to make sure we're uh, following all of the guidelines. So it's crazy. So uh, one of the one of the things that we do while we're here at the Camp Out for Hunger, those who have broadcast or have listened to the broadcast for years know that we welcome those people to our mics, and we thank them. And uh, sometimes we get a nice donation out of the whole yeah. thing in the process. So I'm excited to welcome our first uh, sponsorship donation. And I, I endorse this product, and I am behind it 100%. Steve, I know that you get the service as well from Cinch propane home delivery we would like to welcome the associate product manager lindsey hero yeah. hi good morning how are you lindsey good how are you i'm wonderful thank you for being here thank you for having thank me you for being my propane provider you know i think you're enjoying those videos way too much we've been having fun so i've been making videos for the uh the service and uh from doing it at home me at nick murphy the, the magical amazing nick murphy does the editing uh, but we've been having fun with that. So. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, well, nice. Cinch is a godsend. It really is. Honestly, I have four uh, canisters at home, and especially if, you know, we have the fire pit, Preston, you've been singing the praises of the fire pit. We have the, the propane fire pit. But the thing is, you're like, oh, the, the, you know, I'm running out. You don't want to go. You don't want to put that filthy thing in your car and take it back and forth and so on and so forth. 
The, the ordering process is incredibly streamlined and easy. They take the old canisters. You say where you want them to be put. So they put them on my front porch. <laughs> and then, honestly, it, it allows you to uh, not have that moment where you're sitting around the fire and it dies and you're screwed. Mm-hmm. You have backups, and it's so easy to do. So thank you for the service. Yeah, you're welcome. Absolutely. And I also have an unnecessary paranoia. I know it's probably never, ever happened, but when I'm going and picking up my new tank in my car, car blows up. I'm going to hit something that's going to Yes, of course. <laughs> going to blow up. You're not crazy. It will happen. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So I don't have to worry about that anymore. Cinch brings it to my house. Yes. That's what they do. Cinch.com, C-Y-N-C-H.com. Use the promo code PRESSING because there's always a great deal going (laughs) on with that. Yes, there is. Now, one of the things, though, is uh, number one, Cinch donated all the the propane here for uh, the the forklifts because they run on propane power. And also, I noticed they had some of the the, the heat. What do you call the heat tower thingy? The patio heaters. The patio heaters out back here so our, our volunteers can stay warm. So, awesome. Uh, they're being a big part of that as well. So for is it the entire month that Cinch has this deal going on where you use my promo code and you help donate to Camp Out? Yeah, so it's the whole month of November um, is using your promo code Preston. Um, and with every order, it's $5 automatically to the Camp Out for Hunger campaign. So it's 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 great. It's still going on, like I said, through the month of November. So Excellent. Yeah. Well, we appreciate the support. And, we appreciate you guys. And the fact that you'll be donating uh, that that money will eventually come. But um, is there anything else you want to mention about Cinch while you're here before we ask about uh, donations and so on? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's a, like Steve was saying. You know, it's very easy service to to use. We try to make it as easy as possible for our customers to get us. And you know, it's just giving another option. You know, we work for Amerigas, which is the larger um, you know propane company. So we really want to be helping everybody with any of their propane needs in any way that they need it. So well, thanks for your donation to, to, to you know. Obviously, thankfully, with all the other crap that's going on that could be uh, you know sabotaging this event, it's going to be a little bit more comfortable. But at night, the temperatures will dip a little bit more, and having the heaters around is going to make a difference. Not that we stay. Uh, you know, obviously, we're shutting things down around six, but still, mm-hmm. uh, you know, six to seven, they're still dropping off but uh it, it does mean a lot so thank you for your participation in all of that no you're welcome we're and, very happy to do it and are you here to announce your your donation as well yeah i well, guess I, that's what i'm here for on. <laughs> i'm happy to hear that so what what do uh what do you have so we have donated twenty six thousand pounds of food for you guys Twenty six thousand pounds. Twenty six thousand pounds. Oh my god! That's over twenty five thousand pounds. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Yes. <laughs> thirteen tons. That's unbelievable. Oh my god! That, am I right? That's thirteen yes. tons of food. Yes. Quick math. And and honestly, on the anniversary of Diana Ross's death. Uh, stop it. I'm sorry. R.I.P.? No, she didn't die. Oh, okay. No, that's, that, that did not happen at all. It was a mistake earlier. Uh, well, that's huge, man. Lindsay, that's great. How many people um, are, are there at the office? Do you know any idea with Cinch? Oh, well, right now, we're a very small team. Okay. So we're probably a team of, like, 20 to 25 people. But we have all of our, like, we service, like, Rogers 13, yeah, yeah, 13 uh, cities right now. Philly was our first city that we launched. Okay. So. Yeah, so it, this means a, a, a lot to us, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a great it's a great partnership, and and we we, we certainly enjoy it. And and, and if Philly is a step off, can you see an expansion across the country? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. The, the boundaries. But we'll always be limitless. Your yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Philly Excellent. of course is our favorite right now. You know. Excellent, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Wonderful to have you on here this morning. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. You got it, Lindsay Hero, guys. Yeah, Cinch. associate product manager of Cinch Propane Home Delivery. Oh, Listen to that crowd, crazy, man. Everybody's going crazy. 
Uh, they love it. Oh my God, there's people are weeping openly. Oh my God, they're just Preston. They're doing the wave. Oh my they're goodness. doing the wave. Stop it now. Oh my God. Oh, is that a zeppelin? There is a zeppelin. Steve, and the actually, word cinch is scrolling along the side of it. As, as you said, uh, the wave. One of our volunteers out out in the parking lot started doing <laughs> started doing That's the solo so, wave. We should have one violinist out in the parking lot for our band, and that'll be our guy who does the wave. That's actually a great idea. Yeah. Just like one musician, somebody you know, an an accordion or something like <laughs> That's that. It, yes, that could be our band. That's I, all we can do. I um I don't know how waves get started at stadiums. I, I do know that I tried to get one started at a Phillies game one time. Did you? And uh, shut up, sit down, a hole is yeah. what I got. Is 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 the protocol that you've got to have like two or three people stand up? Or so what? The way I've seen it is the best way to get it started. There's usually one really animated person who will not stay in their seat. They'll go right. down to an aisle in front of the seat. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what I tried. <laughs> and, the, and they'll start galloping <laughs> along, throwing their hands up and down. Come on. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, I did that. And that's what you tried to do? Uh, that's what I tried and to do. And it did not work. It did not work. Okay. You, next time, have like a towel or something that you can take with it. You're waving to get it. Would no, gentlemen next... standing in the aisleway, please sit down. Your attempted enthusiasm is not welcome. How long ago, Case? Oh, God. Um, probably within the last uh, decade and a half. All I right. was definitely a, a, a full-grown adult. Well, okay. you have clout now. So I think 2021. Uh-huh. No, even more so now. Yeah, no. Even more so now, I don't want to do it. I think we promote it in advance. <laughs> yes. We go to a game. The ultimate wave. Yeah. yeah. The older I get, the less I want to do it. Yeah. Well, especially if you're going to throw out your hip. Well, I've right. been beat down, man. That one, that one hurt. That, that one hurt? Hurt, hurt deep in my soul. Okay. But I think if you got a child to maybe help you, because nobody's going to yell a hole to a kid, right? Philly, no, 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 no. Casey, they have thrown up on children. <laughs> Dude, we're here. Where yeah. we are right now is where that happens regularly. Yeah, so, yeah you're right. You know, There's a guy puking out front right now. Right. <laughs> um, you know what, though? Listen, when things get back to normal, maybe we can maybe we can arrange that. Maybe we have a night at the Phillies. Yeah. Uh, and and we'll promote it heavily that Casey's going to start the wave, you know, during the seventh inning or something like that. And we'll, we put we'll... Kathy on a surfboard and let her surf around the stage. Serve the wave. Yeah, surf yeah. the wave surf all the way the around. Oh, sure. Now that That's she's an accomplished good. zipliner. Yeah. Right. Now that I'm daring. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we need to take a break. We have some more guests that are going to be joining us, I believe, in the next segment. Jim Gardner, Cecily Tyne, and Deuces Rogers, our friends from 6ABC. We'll be checking in with them via Zoom. So that'll be our first time trying to make that work, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, but we're doing the Camp Out for Hunger. We'll be back with more of it on MMR. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate Stevensinger.com. There's no better time to say I love you, and there's no better time to get engaged. Steven Singer's team of real experts are ready to help. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You're going to hear a lot of thank yous uh, this week, and that's a good thing. Uh, That's a great thing because that means we're getting a lot of assistance. We're getting a lot of people uh, who are putting in their time to make sure this event goes well. So I want to thank uh, our sponsor from the 7 o'clock hour. 
uh, which is Wisfis. Wisfis. Wisfis Bank, a proud sponsor of the Camp Out for Hunger for nearly 200 years. Wisfis has been uh, serving the communities and businesses of the greater Philadelphia region. Uh, Wisfis Bank, we stand for services, WSFS, of course. And they, they always make awesome hats that they would bring out for us. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I still have a couple of them. I just saw a truck pull in, Preston. Uh, you know, it's... Um, Slow, but we're getting uh, people coming in to make their deliveries. They slowed down as they came right by. I waved to them, so you can sort of see in here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, honestly, the um, we're asking you to shift more towards you know just coming by and and by the way, again, this is the only location where you can get the calendar. That the only you know what, location. Steve, I forgot to mention that. That's right. So. Instead of a calendar this year, it's a poster, though. Very high quality. Like, it's not a rinky-dinky thing. It's going to rip the moment you leave here. I'm very impressed with it. Uh, with some of our favorites of all time from the Totally Office calendar. Yes. Years past. And it is for free when you come by to donate. So make sure that you, uh, that you grab that. Uh, in a moment or two, we're going to try the first of what should be a series of Zoom interviews. Uh, and so we'll, we'll get that up and running in a little bit. So it's going to be, we're going to try it out and we'll see how this goes. We're going to have Jim Gardner, Cecily Tynan, and Deuces Rogers on. And I'm, and I'm interested, uh, to talk to those guys about, well, a number of things, but one of them is the, uh, Thanksgiving Day parade that 6ABC is having and how they're going to do that. I'm curious because I was just reading this morning, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade, is going to, they're going to have all the, the, the theatrical and musical performances and all that stuff and the floats. No crowds, though. Uh, so that's the way they're going to do it. The floats and performers will travel just one city block down 434th Street. They actually rented an Applebee's, Preston. Okay, and they'll and, just uh, put them all, all in there? Perform in there. Uh, okay. So they're going to, instead of doing the two-and-a-half-mile route yeah. uh, that normally starts at West 77th Street, uh, they are just doing one block. One block. The police in the area have a shoot-to-kill order. Oh. So that... <laughs> okay. Now, how are they going to keep people from... Um, I assume, obviously, they're going to blockade the street. They, they are. The streets... Yeah. Uh, it says the surrounding... The streets surrounding the parade route will be closed off, uh, even during the planning stages to prevent onling- onlookers from lingering. Even the uh, the inflatables, Preston, the balloons will be wearing masks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't doubt it if they'll have some of them that do have masks on them as as a visual. But it's interesting that you mentioned the balloons. They're going to be pulled by utility vehicles. Uh, they're usually held by, you know, people who walk yes. in the parades. So right. they're actually going to tether those to vehicles. Right. They're going to drive those down the road. And usually the parade has eight to 10,000 people that are involved in the production. Right. Uh, this year they have been able to cut it down to 1,500, so that's a huge reduction. I mean, that's that's massive. But so. what, what they're going to do are pre-filmed Broadway production clips as well as uh, performance by the Rockettes that will broadcast during the show. Well, there's an element of something that's live, but I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter. I'll be watching our yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our parade. Which is why I'm curious as to what the plan is uh, for them and how they're going to be doing that. So I think it's going to be a wall-to-wall Cecily Tynan water skiing video. Oh, my God. <laughs> I do want to ask her about that uh, when we get her on because there are – in fact, I can actually see her. We're working on getting the Zoom uh, shot together, but we got to ask her about the – uh, the water skiing in a little bit. And by the way, somebody's going to have to signal me when we're – Marissa, you'll do that when we're ready to go? Okay, so we'll get that going in a little bit. Um, speaking of uh, holiday festivities and so on, um, there's a photo printing service called Chatbook. Yes. That is going to be offering free virtual visits with Santa. 
uh, for anybody who manages to set up a reservation. Otherwise, websites like Jingle Ring and Live Calls with Santa have a starting fee of $19.95. Mm, you're tabbing in, you're uh, jumping into uh, Kathy's holiday activities, Preston. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Preston. <laughs> well, do you want me to back off of that? No, 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 I'm kidding. No, but you know what? <laughs> but there, it is going to be on the list. There are a couple of things that I that I read about Santa Claus this year. And by the way, the, the Springfield Mall, Santa's there. He is and there. And there's some plexiglass and all that stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, that's Cecily. Are you, are you on the air with us? She's letting us know. Okay, she's wearing pajamas she's wearing and she's pajamas. sipping it's her coffee. It's not going on over here. Right. Okay, I'm hearing it. If I see Jim Gardner in a onesie, I'm going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. So what I was um, wondering and thinking, especially now with technology the way it is, Santa Claus at the mall could and possibly should be wearing an earpiece. So And oh that earpiece God, is then right. connected to the North Pole. So then that way Santa Claus can go, oh, hey, how you do? Oh, Hi, Samantha. Oh, um, you know, the elves were telling me that you want a baby doll for Christmas. You know what I mean? My wife's name is Annabelle. Annabelle. (laughs) I thought you were talking about because he's not going to be able to hear and and see the the kid's lips, like if the kid has to have a mask on. Well, yeah, they, they're actually, difficult. They actually have like like two way inter obviously intercoms. They're going to allow you to do that. There are ways. In case you're right, in some ways, um, uh, in other words, Santa can be pre-interviewed. Mm-hmm. You know, so that'll help everybody know. Well, that's what these virtual meetings are. They're actually. I mean, listen, I love a good go to the mall and get a terrible photo, but um, these. What they're doing with these virtual Santa meetings is like a hundred times better. It's one on one with your kid and Santa. All right, I like that. And then, so what? Do you, what do you get an hour with them? No, <laughs> no not I don't an think hour. you get an hour. So the kid by your side. But it's not a lot of money, and also you can um, other. So if grandparents want to watch, they I think you can have up to four people watching on the Zoom call. So like grandparents in another state can also log on and watch the kid talk to Santa. Kath, will there be a, uh, a way for you to record that? I assume as well, because normally yeah. you do the photos. So yeah, yeah, so you can record bucks, it. That's not bad. Can you say things like Santa? You look hot in there. Why don't you take that jacket off? <laughs> well, maybe you could get Santa to say that stuff. See, because Cameo is also going to have a selection of freelance. Santas who can bring you uh, Christmas cheer, and that's between twenty six and seventy five dollars. One of those cameo Santas looks a lot like Tom Sizemore. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> uh, so, and and also, if digital isn't your style, you can also send a letter to Santa. You can still send a letter. The U.S. Postal Service has relaunched its annual Operation Santa program. So, letters received before December fifteenth are most likely to get a response. Uh, from Santa, and what you want? Here's here's the address to send those to. It's one two three Elf Road, North Pole eight 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 eight. So that's eight? it. One two three Elf Road, North Pole, and the zip is eight 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 eight. Did you ever write a letter to Santa when you were a youngin? I w- just leave a note with the cookies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But never, I never put one in the mail ahead of time to ask for stuff. Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. And uh, and uh, I forget what happened, but uh, I, I I never I never had a bad Christmas. Yeah. I assume it was responded to. Um, my youngest asked for something for from Santa this year that I have never heard of before. Uh, I mean, I've obviously I've heard of it, but it's just such a weird gift to Slacks? ask for. No, I mean she asked for a ceiling fan. A ceiling it's- fan. <laughs> No, I get that. That's awesome. I always wanted a ceiling fan yeah, as a kid. I really support that. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Great call. So I remember when we went to, I told you the story, we went to Sears, yeah. and Santa used to be in the furniture section. Yeah. So I was sitting on Santa's lap, and he asked me what I wanted, and I said, furniture. <laughs> yeah. 
I love Case, it. who wants the, the fan? Avery. Oh, my God. Avery wants the ceiling fan. Uh, Avery's, I, I have, we live in a house now where my bedroom has a ceiling fan, yeah. and I love it. Dude, she's, her bedroom, because they have these LED string lights these days, like, her Kids bedroom is so badass. Like, I wish I had something like that. I had old carpet from 1950 that had a giant paint stain on it from when my dad spilled paint on it when he was trying to paint the house. That's what my room was Yeah, to sleep in the snow. Like <laughs> I did. Yeah. It was a different time, Case. Well, hey, and Preston, real, real quick, just back like to that. that. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, just back to the, the virtual Santa real quick. So um, at least Ben FM. I think MMR as well um, is teaming up with one of these companies. So you'll be able to get a deal if you go to um, the website in, com- in a, a few days. Uh, it may be after Thanksgiving, but, yeah, it'll be listed on our website. Excellent. All right. Uh, I believe I've been given the thumbs up, Marissa, to try this out. Okay. Now, the, va- the, the, the maiden voyage of this. Of, yes, of the Zoom interview yes. here uh, at Camp Out for Hunger. So I'm looking at the monitors that we have in front of us. I see me, I see Steve, I see Kathy. I don't see all three, but I see one of our guests, and she's not wearing a wetsuit. I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> uh, Cecily Tynan, are you there? Hey! hey! We're doing good. How you doing, Cecily? Excellent. Well, yeah, you know what? We mentioned, uh, what did you say earlier about your... your, We were wondering if the parade this year would be replaced with wall-to-wall videos of you water skiing. (laughs) (laughs) So we saw, I I, I follow you on on Instagram, and we saw you retiring, uh, I guess, uh, uh, putting the boat into dry dock and all that stuff, uh, uh, you know, for, for the holidays. If... Do you have an option if you do have a particularly balmy day throughout the winter where you might head out and try it with someone else's boat? Um, I actually do. A friend of mine, he doesn't winterize his boat until the new year. So I'm already eyeing next weekend. It's oh like my temperatures God. around 60 degrees. Oh. But I, skied, I skied this past Friday, and the water was probably like mid-50s, and um, it was pretty cold. Have you ever so. done anything just partially and said, ah, you, you seem to go in <laughs> whole hog all the time. Yeah, I know. My, my type A personality or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so real quick, guys, we're uh, getting a whole bunch of texts. We can't hear Cecily. Oh, oh we can't hear Cecily on the air. No, she is on now. Oh, and by the way, no, now we got you. I, right. I believe the Zoom is set up so that whoever we're, whoever's talking is is on the monitor. We'll pop it. Okay. Yeah. So so Jim Gardner and Deuces Rogers are both on this call as well. Oh, okay. So that's how it's and, and whoever speaks that then we'll see. Yes. Uh, the video pop up. So all right. Well, yes, Marissa. So our friends at Andre, Mike is in his booth over there, sw- live switching this. So anyone who's watching this right. on our uh, website and all, we'll see all of. We'll this. see it as well. Okay. okay. Well, we got. Set. Cecily and the audio apparently is back is okay now. People can hear Cecily. Can we check Hello. in with Jim? Yeah, let's let's Hello. check in. Uh, Jim Gardner, are you uh, there with us? Yay! Good morning, guys. Good morning. Nice to see you, sir. Thanks for coming on today. It's my pleasure. As and, always. and it's a first morning appearance at the Camp Out for Hunger. <laughs> you've you've come by in what we call Camp Out After Dark for several years. Yes, usually we're uh, we come in after the six o'clock news, but. Uh, now we came in after the 6 a.m. news. So it's just a matter of flipping the clock back 12 hours. How, how, how early are you usually up on any given day? Because your evenings tend to run a little later. They do. But, um, but uh, I'm, for whatever reason, at, at my age, my, my circadian rhythms have betrayed me. And I'm usually up at about 
uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock. Okay, that's All not right. bad. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, listen, Jim. It's been. Uh, I, I have to ask you. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get to everybody uh, on the show, obviously, but. I have to ask you, with all your years and your your long broadcasting career, have you ever seen a year like 2020 and and what all has been in the news? No, none of us have seen a year like 2020. I know more than a few people who are eager for 2021 because they figure it it can't be worse. Uh, yeah, between the pandemic and the political you know situation, it's uh, it's been unique and. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I think we've got uh, a long way to go, although, you know, it is it is uh, uh, hopeful when we see a story like Moderna this morning claiming that they have a 94.5 success rate with their vaccine. And Pfizer reported uh, last week that they had a 90 percent um, success rate with their vaccine. But everybody seems to be telling us that, you know, this isn't going to be a magic bullet that We've got to continue to do uh, the mask thing and social distancing. And, you know, what is so discouraging is that the mask issue and others have become kind of a political football. And, uh, you know, it's preventing some people from doing what is, uh, at least in my mind, obviously the right thing to do. And, um, you know, we could we could control this to a substantial degree before we get the vaccines by by following the advice of public health officials and too many people just refuse to do it because they see it as a sign of weakness or some kind of a political statement and that's just uh i mean it's more than a shame it's, do you see that just, do you see that as sort of a, also in some way a byproduct of the fact that out of the gate even like dr fauci himself was um sort of uh, not concrete on the efficacy of masks and seemed to suggest that they were not necessary and, and then a- amended that as he went along but is there a case to be made for people so i always i look at it this way i say ultimately whether you believe in it or not if it's going to keep businesses open and allow us to start to return to normalcy do that so whatever way you're coming in on it there's a way that that at least will benefit people in some way so i would wear a suit of armor if it means getting things back to normal but do do, do, do you absolutely absolutely and and what scientists thought at the very beginning of this whole ordeal um i don't think should have any impact on on what we think now. I mean, more information comes out, things evolve, uh, um, uh, you know, situations emerge. And obviously, in, you know, in the, in the practice of science and medicine, the more information we get, that determines what we think about various situations. So the fact that Dr. Fauci and others felt at the very beginning that a mask was not necessary should have absolutely no bearing on, on what we think now. Yeah, in addition and- to the fact that at the very, very beginning, there was a uh, terrible shortage of PPE for health professionals. And I think that there was definitely, uh, you know, the sense that if the whole population wore masks, then the people in hospitals, the frontline workers, weren't going to have them. So you've got to be pliable. You've got to be flexible. And much of the population is not being those things and it's costing tens of thousands if not more american lives because of that inflexibility 
And you had mentioned, I mean, you know, the other thing is, like, that's not the only thing that's going on right now. So there's a pandemic. And then, you know what? Life also goes on. And, uh, um, Jim, you had mentioned a political football. And so, Deuces, what happened to the Eagles yesterday? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're still in first place. I mean, come on. That, that's a great segue. Um, it's, a, it's a bad football team. I, I, I hate to I hate to break it to people who don't want to believe it. Just like the way like Jim's talking about how some people don't want to believe in science. Uh, some Eagles fans don't want to believe that this is just a bad football team. Yesterday, I'm, I'm watching it with my, my eight-year-old son, and Carson Wentz trips over his own feet and takes a sack, and my son goes, we're definitely trading Carson Wentz, Daddy, aren't we? And I'm like, buddy, it's it's not that easy. <laughs> it, 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 that's, that's not the fix. But a, <laughs> you can't a trade a bad quarterback. Team. It'd be a lot easier if right. he was, um, you know, having a stellar season. But when he's having a season like that, like, he's not even good trade bait. He, he's not. And it's not just him. You know, you figure out all the injuries that set this team back to begin with. Uh, yesterday, it seemed like coaching was, was, a, was a factor. I don't know how you come out of a – uh, you had a bye week, so essentially you had two weeks to prepare for this this game. And, and the Giants, you know, a lot of people think Giants are a bad team because they look at their record, but they're actually better than their record was. They Their quarterback play has held them back this season, which sounds a lot familiar to this town. Um, but you look at what the, the Eagles have going forward in terms of their schedule, um, it, it, it it's 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 rough. Uh, at Cleveland, Seattle, Green Bay's on there, uh, New Orleans is on there. They still got to play Dallas again. Who knows what Dallas is going to look like by the end of the season, but um, it, it's going to be tough. Is it so? <laughs> you know, it's funny because at the beginning of all this, the, the notion was okay. Everything is is a is a is a maelstrom of crap. But at least maybe sports can elevate the mood, and it's done exactly the opposite. <laughs> it, 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 it's amazing. I, I was going through this with a friend of mine who lives out of town. Um, he lives on the West Coast, and I was going through it, and I'm like, all right. So the, the Flyers had the number one seed. They got knocked out in the second round. The, the Sixers got swept in the first round. The, the, the Phillies had their new manager. Um, you thought it'd be great. They missed the playoffs by one game because the, the bullpen's awful. Um, Temple football, uh, they, they, they can't even, it seemed like they can't even fill enough players to get on the field between injuries and, and COVID-19 protocols. You know, they've won one game. And then, and then the Eagles are, are been god awful. But there's, there's the union. Uh, we got the union at least, right? The union. Yeah. You're right. No, I will say this: the, the union in this household. I got a couple soccer nuts upstairs. Uh, the union <laughs> have been great, so that's been the one, the one positive. And I and I can't wait to see if college basketball comes back with what Villanova can do. All right. Well, we'll obviously keep an eye on all of it through you. But I, I, as, as we got started, we're going to have to break in a moment because we have a guest coming up, But um, another guest. But, uh, Cecily, I wanted to ask what the status of the, the parade is this year and how that's going to work. You know, um, we've been working at it hard, and um, it's actually going to be a great celebration. Um, our producers have gotten some really good performers, uh, Cece Winans. We have Just Sam, uh, Lewis Knight from American Idol. And we have a whole bunch of tape performances. Um, we have Carson Kressley, who's hilarious. He actually came into the studio, socially distanced, and taped some stuff with us. And uh, Ginger he, Z. Ginger and Z? So, yeah, we're actually, I mean, it's, it's going to be different. Um, we have marching bands who have recorded stuff, you know, from their school, socially distancing, um, who sent us stuff. Um, We've done some creative ways with the balloons in Dilworth Park. Um, and so I think it's going to be a real great celebration. It's just, it's not going to be 
typical. It's not going to be. There, there's no. There's no parade route and no, no no crowds or anything like that. But you guys have it there, set up for the broadcast for your absolutely. presentation. Okay, where it's, are you going to be? It still starts. At, yeah, um, I'm. I'm going to be sleeping in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is how this is how it works, huh? Hey, it's like, listen. We're here doing the camp out for hunger, but I'm like, I can get used to this. It's a little quieter. It's a little, but you know, next year we'll be ready to get back to to regular, which you will as well. I would. Uh, it, last year, I think it was a year before that I came out because my son was in one of the the numbers, and I, I mean, it starts ridiculously early in the morning and it's a you know your your crew at at 6abc because you have an entire there's like an office it works year round just on the parade alone we, we wouldn't it's have an animal. we wouldn't have the parade without the efforts of 6abc and and yeah. uh, and uh, you know all the other the, the duncan and, and, and any company that's involved with it but it's that's what's kept it going we look forward to it returning yeah but it looks like again as president saying for for like a like a patch you got some good stuff uh, planned you know, actually, uh, um, one of our producers said that he actually thinks it's going to be better in some ways because we didn't have to beg people to come to Philadelphia on Thanksgiving. They recorded it. They recorded their performances early. And so he said the caliber of our performances are really, really good. So it starts at 830 in the morning till noon. We hope that people tune in. And I, th- I actually think it's going to be a great celebration. And we also have prizes. You can win a trip to Florida. Um, which I guess you could use whenever you feel safe. Sure, you can take that in 2054. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I actually, I think it's, I think it's going to be great, and well, we're doing it safely. Well, I know you, can't, you. We can't have a parade. You, Cecily, so. and, 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 and Karen, and Alicia, you know, all hands on deck for that morning. But, Jim, do mm-hmm. they, they ever put you out on a, on a float for that event? Have you ever ridden in that? Uh, do I have to be uh, truthful here? <laughs> uh, I think in 1978, wow. <laughs> I wow. have been on the Channel Six float, but it's been a while. Been so, a while. so what did you do that was so horrible that they, <laughs> they stopped inviting you? Yeah, right. They stopped. It was all over. They said thank you, and uh, in about 40, 50 years, we'll we'll talk again. Jim, you you do such a uh, obviously you're you know everyone looks to you you're you're, you're a, a news provider and you have such an even way about you and 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 uh, you've always put out the, the the call every year and all all of you guys are wonderful for being a part of it but could we impose upon you to call upon um, your uh, six ABC viewers to uh, to come down make the delivery or even better yet if they can online donate to the camp out for hunger. Well, you know, we've been involved. Uh, we've, we've come to visit you now for how many years? It's got to be like, nine? yeah, it's up there. Yeah. Cecily's been coming for 23 years. <laughs> Honestly, she yeah. has been. Yep. And, and every year we are blown away by not just the response of uh, the tri-state area to your efforts, but by your efforts. It is extraordinary what you guys do. And... Um, you know, uh, representative, I think, of, you know, a spirit of generosity and compassion in, in this area. And, and your listeners and, and hopefully our viewers respond in kind. And, you know, it's, it is an honor for us, really an honor for us to be uh, to share a few minutes with you every year. What you are doing is extraordinary. And, and we hope that everybody you know, gets into that Thanksgiving spirit to respond to you. Every year you set new records 
of, uh, of uh, generosity and contributions. And we thank you. Uh, the entire tri-state area thanks you. People who benefit from your efforts, I'm sure, thank you. And, uh, you know, we're just, we're just honored to play a, a tiny, tiny part uh, every year. And, uh, you know, even on a year like this or in a year like this where uh, we don't come down to your location, you know, we thank Zoom for an, uh, allowing us to <laughs> be participants uh, even like this. Yeah. Guys, what you're doing is is extraordinary, and we appreciate it. Well, thank you. And and we want to echo that back to 6ABC, who also partners with Phil Abundance and yes. Voice Counts of America and has been doing things for years and years uh, in in the same vein. So it's a, it's a, it's a partnership, and uh, and we're happy that, uh, that you guys are part of it. So I want to thank you guys for joining us this morning and uh, keeping the tradition alive next year. We'll do it in person. Yes, I'm, I'm thinking that's going to be a thing, but we'll wait and see on that. So, Cecily, Jim, Deuces, thank you guys so much. Yeah. For thank thank you. Guys. Good luck with the uh, the parade and everything. See you guys. Ah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that worked. It was awesome. How come TV people even look better on Zoom? Seriously, <laughs> way more better than us. Yeah, dude, Jim Gardner is so cool. Yeah, he he's the coolest. Doesn't even have to try. No. All right, Cecily so, was in pajamas, and she looked so cute. She looks awesome. <laughs> All right, I have a question, uh, and it concerns our next guest. So we have Ginger Z, who is obviously going to be a part, as uh, Cecily said, of the 6ABC Thanksgiving Day Parade. Should we hang out? She's uh, at we 6.05. We're going to take a break. Or eight, uh, 9.05. All right, so that's what we'll do. Thank you, Casey. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. And, yes, we're going to talk to Ginger Z. Are you excited for I am soon? excited. I love Ginger Z. Love me some Ginger Z. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back. Camp Out for Hunger on 93.3 WMMR. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Comcast Business. Bounce forward. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. All right, normally we go to traffic. We're going to skip that. Yeah. Because we've got a guest on the line ready to go. She's one of my favorite people. All right, you have often mentioned her. I've never met her before, so we're going to meet on the phone, which is fine. Because when I was a kid, that's how I used to meet girls. Absolutely. Was just to talk to them on the phone. <laughs> and then when I meet them in person, I would crumble. <laughs> yeah, I was I was good. Well, look on the at you phone. now. You're a swab sophisticate. Look at me now. Look at me now. Now I'm talking to uh, this uh, next guest. No, you know her from ABC News. Good morning, America. And we found out she's going to be a part of the six ABC Thanksgiving Day Parade, as she has in the past. Most definitely. Please welcome the one and only Miss Ginger Z. Yay! Good morning, Ginger. I can't hear a thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. That set up and everything. I've got it. It's, it second. shows that she's on. She's on. Here, I'll fill in for her, Preston. I don't hear her voice. I don't like you, Preston. Oh, no. Oh, no. oh man. Hopes and dreams have just been crossed. Uh, I, I don't hear her at all. Uh, I'm sorry about that, uh, Rodney. So I tell you what. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic, and maybe we can figure out what's going on within that span. Kathy, what do you have for us this morning? 295 southbound south of 322 left lane closed with construction. 55 northbound jams north of Deptford to the 42 freeway. And actually, uh, let's get to 295 southbound at 42. Uh, we've got the left lane closed with a disabled tractor trailer, and it is backed up for 
miles back to exit 31. Schuylkill Expressway, eastbound, heavy the boulevard, into Spring Garden, westbound, University to the Vine, 95 southbound, slowing from Cotman to Bridge, the Vine, westbound, backs up 8th to the Schuylkill Expressway. And then still we've got that jam traffic on the boulevard southbound uh, through the construction zone, 9th to Fox, where we have uh, the roadway reduced to or divided into two lanes. So one left lane and one right lane is available. The center is what's blocked. And then uh, 213 at Old Lincoln Highway, uh, between Old Lincoln Highway and 413 out in Bucks County, we've got construction work there. This traffic report brought to you by Acme. Fall is better at Acme, whether you're watching a game or stocking up on essentials. Acme is everything you need. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And then also we want to thank some of the sponsors uh, today that are helping us with the camp out. South Fellini, Sling Max Rigging Solutions, Republic Services, Local 8 Stage Hands, Seabox Custom Shipping Containers, Gilbane Building Company, uh, Thackray Crane Rental, Norris Sales uh, Company, and Worth USA. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Did did she hear it? I I don't know if she heard my whole setup. Oh, 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 I hear her. Hi, Ginger. How you doing? I'm well. I heard the setup, and I was going to say, since now it's our first time talking on the phone, the only thing to make it mirror what we did when we were younger is we have to talk for, like, three hours. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> all, with the lights off, and, you know, I'd yes. sit, uh, you know, with a cover over me or something like right, that. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And you would have press, and you would have your uh, Farrah Fawcett poster up on the wall. Yes. Yeah, and uh, Ginger, you'd probably have maybe a Rob Lowe, or I don't know, you know. <laughs> right. I'm Ooh, slightly older. Good than one. <laughs> uh, well, listen, Ginger, yes, uh, thanks for coming on this morning. We we appreciate it, and it is uh, very nice to talk to you. Um, uh, like we said, you're gonna you, you you know the ABC Thanksgiving Day Parade. You've uh, you've you've been a part of this uh, you know festivities in the city many times, correct? Yes, almost every year for the last seven years. The only years I missed were when I was having babies. So oh. <laughs> I'm always there. It's going to be kind of different to be there virtually, but I'm still so glad to be a part of it. Well, you know, part of the whole thing, honestly, with all the stuff that goes on, and, and you know, the, I think a lot of times what happens is, and even people uh, who disseminate information, as as do you guys, you you know the need to balance it with some upbeat stuff, with some positivity, because what else do you have at the end of the day if you don't have that? Yeah. And 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 I'm, that's that's got to be um, at least for you guys, you know, doing what you do every morning. I'm sure a driving cause is to make sure, with all the other stuff going on, you you make people smile a bit. Right, because there is still a lot to smile about, and you can always find that. And that's one of the things I love the most about Philadelphia and Thanksgiving, because when I show up there, I feel like I'm sharing a hidden gem. Uh, You know, like Macy's in New York gets so much attention, but it is not the oldest. It is not the coolest, because I really fully believe the energy and the history and all of the people of Philadelphia make your parade and your news of that day the thing that we need to share and that's that's the beauty of doing events like that uh ginger i want to i want to commend you and your family for one of the most unique (laughs) halloween photos that i've seen in quite some time (laughs) it was outstanding for those who have not seen it it was straight out of weird science your two boys were dressed as gary and wyatt with the bras on their heads sitting there Mm -hmm. at at the laptop uh, you were dressed as Kelly LeBrock, Lisa, from the movie, uh, when she first appears coming out of the bathroom in the little cropped shirt and everything. Yeah. And what I, I'm, at first I'm like, why is your husband dressed as a giant turd? <laughs> and, and then it hit me. He was Chet, who gets turned into a turd at the end of the movie. 
It, whose idea? Was that your idea, or did somebody else come up with that? That is one of our favorite films, both Ben, myself, and now the kids. And so my husband has always, he's hes one of these guys that loves movies so much, and he's written screenplays and all this stuff. He always wonders where those types of things, like the turd that Chet becomes, he always <laughs> wonders, where did that prop end up? And so that conversation is what turned us to oh my gosh we need to be this for halloween and there was one point where we considered having me beat chet and him be lisa uh, but that got scrapped yeah. i'm very happy you decided against that because <laughs> you were a great lisa that was excellent well done so so what you. so you're you're a fan of obviously then of the pop culture stuff and the uh the more I would say, uh, uh, you know, of the John Hughes style. What other yeah. what other uh, films rock your world when you're sitting down to watch movies at home? Oh, this this that is exactly what we've done. We have taken any John Hughes movie that's even remotely appropriate for a two and a four year old, and we've we've kind of done a school and education. So it's like the Ferris Bueller's. Um, we've definitely gotten into Star Wars with the boys, and now they like Mandalorian. Uh, so obviously, Baby Yoda is so cliche at this point, but it's seriously so good. Yes. Um, and then I'd say we've gotten really into just finding our youth again. You know that nostalgia works so well going backward. I was always a Goonies fan. We did Goonies last Halloween for a family um, group, so I feel like we're going to have to stay in that genre going forward. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to keep going as long as your kids are old enough to participate. Just keep going with that. Yeah. I, I love that theme, uh, Ginger. I wanted to bring something up. Our um, group manager here in Philadelphia, Joe Bell, he runs several radio stations. Um, got your book. Huge, huge mm-hmm. fan of your book. Started handing it out to staff members and was just like, "You need to read this uh, uh, about." Ginger Z, and um, it's interesting because you you really opened up about some dark sides of your life uh, in that book. Was that did you have to do a little hand wringing over whether you wanted to include some of the darker details, or was it easy for you to uh, to write about those things? Oh yeah, no it it was it was not easy at first, and you know that's the reason I ended up writing it. The night before it went to print, there was a real part of me that said. I don't know if I should do this. And I woke up in the middle of the night and my husband said, well, you know, you did this because you don't, it's not because you just want to be a nice book. That's about a nice girl. Like you're doing this so that you can change things. And what it really did was help me heal ultimately, as well as help a lot of other people heal because it was me saying for the first time, I am so not perfect. And I guess I don't care what you think about that. And in return, I had so many people share their stories about mental health uh, illnesses and and challenges in their lives, their family lives, their friends. And I I almost by the time I read the audio book, and I had already shared a lot of it uh, with a small group, people, I felt like, oh, my gosh, maybe I should have shared more because, um, and that's really in the three years since what I felt. And so I've actually just completed a second book, a follow-up, uh, that's going to get a lot closer to home. Yeah. And, and so if that first, the first book was really Ginger Light, and we're going to go for the hard stuff uh, coming wow. up. Okay. Well, well, you know, it's it's funny. We've talked about it many times on the show, and, and for all the scatological stuff we do, we, we actually do, you know, delve into this a little bit. And they, Tending to things like that for a lot of people seem like, okay, well, I have a broken wrist or, uh, you know, I can put a splint on this. 
but in, in, in matters of the way you feel and your, your approach to life and things that you are embarrassed about or things that you, you, you know, uh, we, we, don't, we don't spend as much time with that stuff because it seems like this amorphous thing to handle. But it, it's, it's actually the most important thing to handle. And so when, you, when you're allowed to address that, when you're allowed to sort of, you know, give yourself permission to feel certain things, it's, it's very cathartic. I wanted to ask you about, uh, and I don't know if this is true, but um, were you, did you uh, were you diagnosed with uh, narcolepsy early on? Yeah. And yep. I- and so that's actually something I get more into in the next book. And and I couldn't agree more with you saying that because as much as we've all gotten past a stigma of saying we have something, a depression, anxiety, something like that, it's become a little more commonplace. The thing that we still have to fight is the stigma of the action. Where right. do we go next? So when I said I went to and checked myself into the psych ward at Columbia, that's when people's eyebrows go, you know, like that. And, but I don't I'd like it to not be that way, because at this point, when with drugs and alcohol, with rehabilitation for those illnesses, diseases, we all have kind of gotten to the point of saying, you know what? Good for them. They're working on themselves. That's what it should be for mental health, too. And so with the narcolepsy, that was the kickoff of a very confusing time for me. Um, But it actually was the instigator to getting me real help. I was wondering if that was the case because a friend of mine had narcolepsy years ago, you know, and that actually set in motion a whole bunch of things that ended up causing other aspects with this person's life. And uh, how how profound was uh, or is it still ongoing? Do you still have occasional bouts? Oh, yeah. No, I still have narcolepsy and I'm medicated. But the instigation of that medica- medication, uh, because it was a new medication, is actually a huge part of what spiraled me into some of my earliest, darkest moments. And so... You know, as much as I know medication is very good for most people, and I have found a great place with my narcolepsy medication now, it took 20 years, you know, to get to that place. And so I think just being very cautious surrounding meds um, and utilizing them when they need to be and really, you know, being uh, in tune with yourself and being honest with yourself about what's happening. That's something that I learned from that time, especially in the early days of narcolepsy. But yeah, now, now if I don't take my medication, my husband is like, you, it, within two hours, he can see it in my eyes. He can see, he's like, you're going to fall asleep. Have you taken your medication? Okay, <laughs> and yeah. I don't even realize. Uh, Ginger, you, you missed the opportunity. You should have just dropped the phone and started snoring right now. That would have been a, <laughs> oh, yes. that would have been a home run zinger right there, but it's all good. Hey, I want to, I want to talk about, um, the amazing adventures that you get sent on uh, for assignments uh, on the show, and you've done some. What, what are some of the more outrageous or scary things uh, in your career when they send you out to do these things? Well, I, you know, it's funny because I have like a strange uh, way of not having risk assessment or a good. you know, level, because anything that I've done is pretty scary to most people, I would say. Uh, But I, out of all of those, the the cave in Vietnam stands out, uh, mostly because it was the world's largest cave. Only 200 people had been inside of it before we went into live broadcast. Uh, We were down there for seven days. It was 
like hiking in a place that had never been discovered. So there's no, there's no, oh, arrow here or handrail here. Like you fall, it's to your death and nobody's ever been there before. Like we don't even know what it is below this giant boulder that has a huge crevasse, you know, underneath it. So I'd say that the unknown within that cave and the untouched part of it was as brilliant and wonderful as it was frightening. Um, I also happened to be nine weeks pregnant at the time and couldn't (laughs) tell anybody. Um, And so the smell in that cave. I, I can only imagine. Is this the, the cave that uh, Werner Herzog, the director, did a, did a movie about? I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's otherworldly. It's so enormous. It's in central Vietnam. It has white sand beaches. It has jungles. We were down there with scientists that were finding new species of animals and different types of um, imprints from animals from eons ago. Like, it just... It was such an incredible trip. I wish I could do it again without being newly pregnant. And that was my first time I had ever been pregnant. So it was kind of, right. it was, it was very jarring. <laughs> wow. That's something. And you were down there for a whole week? Yes. And that is, I'll tell you right now, I don't think I'm a spelunker. Okay. <laughs> so you, you don't see a good morning cave in your future? No. Okay. No. Wow. Well, that's pretty amazing. You know, you, you've uh, you've you've had you've lived and continue to live a very interesting and and cool life. Um, well, listen, Ginger, we would appreciate if you wouldn't mind uh, kind of the put put the word out uh, right now on our air for uh, fans of Good Morning America uh, and fans of Ginger Z to maybe uh, participate in our Camp Out for Hunger and donate because you know, obviously, being right there in the in the middle of national news, you know. Uh, what a dire situation uh, people are in right now. Well, it, and that's the thing is usually I'm the one that's, you know, before, during, and after a natural disaster, and you end up seeing what need looks like up close and personal, and I've done that a hundred sometimes in my career. Now we are all dealing with that in all of our communities more than we ever have. And so that scarcity of food and the desperation that this type of event uh, a disaster of this pandemic, you know, has created. I know how badly uh, anything really uh, or how badly it's hurt, people are hurting, but also how much need is out there. And so I feel like everyone that has anything, you know, and it's hard to ask at this time. Yeah, but right. You go and you, you know, donate to Camp Out for Hunger. I know you all are taking real, like, full-on donations, and I'm sure money. Uh, but I know your due dates are the 16th through the 20th, right? So that's, that's correct. This week, you get you got time here. Yep. And you, the Wells Fargo Center. I've seen. You know, it's funny because we did these, and we've seen how Wells Fargo and these banks have turned themselves into food banks instead of like ATMs, and it's it's beautiful. At the same, just like I always see post natural disaster, it is really brilliant to see how human beings come together right. and how we have but but this is a great you know me saying go donate to camp out for hunger you wouldn't know if we didn't talk about it multiple times so please do it um your friends your family your neighbors they need you excellent well thank you ginger it is wonderful to meet you on the phone like this i said i'm really good on the you phone when we, when we when we're in person i'll, I'll crumble sometime but that's okay uh but we're huge fans and we appreciate it and then uh, when your next book comes out we'll have to have you back on for sure I would love that. Thank you so Excellent. much. All right, Have thank a you. Week. You too. Ginger Z, yeah. guys. Very cool. I By the her. way, her, her book um, is great. I did read it, and it's called Natural Disaster. I cover them. I am one.
Nice. Yeah, and she's apparently what I mean. I didn't want to go too much into it, but she, you know, attempted to take her own life, and yeah. she's had uh, serious uh, uh, bouts of depression and so on. And here's somebody who seems to be on top of the world. And listen, everybody's got <clears throat> their demons, and and she was um, able to uh, you know explore overcome. all that, and yeah, and overcome it. Uh, but to be able to to talk about those things is uh, is nice because other people can relate and maybe uh, take solace in that. Preston, I read a book recently called The Catch Up Kid. Oh my and, have you read Case? Doctor Disguise is terrifying. <laughs> wow, terrifying! But there's a lesson there. I there think is. There in, is. In, in the condiment book novels, right? Uh, that stands head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah, Mother Mustard saves the day, right? Uh, I'm no. no, no, no. The Ketchup Kid saves the day. Oh, oh my does. God! You made me ruin it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just, uh, spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. All right. Well, then spoiler alert. read the second one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, one of the things that uh, took place leading up to this event and uh, in subsequent years, and last year, the first time uh, that this was taken out for a spin right before the Camp Out for Hunger uh, began, uh, is an event that is now known as the Philatrunk. It used to be called Philafrunk. Uh, because our friends from the Porsche Club got the whole thing started. And next thing you know, all these car clubs are getting on board. We have, obviously, the, the friendly rivalry between uh, the Porsches and the Jeeps. Exactly. Uh, which yeah. leads to great things here for Camp Out for Hunger. Um, but the gentleman we're about to introduce uh, came up with an idea to do it uh, leading up to Camp Out for Hunger and getting many, many more people involved and uh, turn it into the fill a trunk Event. We want to welcome the president of the uh, Porsche Club here in the Philadelphia region, Mr. Jeffrey Walton. Hey, thank is you, here. guys. And thank also, uh, Mr. Chris Holt is here, too. The official band of the, the uh, Porsche ba- Club. Holt 45. Yep. I'm more like Team Hyundai. I got gotcha. you. Like, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right, so you guys had the event yesterday. Correct. The Phil Trunk event. And uh, it was, you know, obviously it's a different year. Uh, Very. And, and we were curious as to how things were going to play out because of the restrictions in place and how did how did and number one it was a pretty beautiful day before all the wind and stuff came through yep. so it ended up being it worked out okay for that's me, right? correct the last car went just before all the wind came so nice awesome and how many different clubs involved this year uh, we had idea? about 20 different clubs wow uh close wow. to 700 cars oh my god and uh, I'll just name a couple of the clubs here. Yeah, uh, we had the the Neckbreakers, really cool. <laughs> Blacktop Villains. We had a few Audis and Mustangs. Mini Coopers came through. Not mini at all. They packed their trunks. Unbelievable. That's awesome. Uh, Tesla Club. There's actually a Tesla Club. Very yeah. nice. And they yeah. have a front uh, trunk as well. A, a front and rear. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because... <laughs> You talk about uh, all the other hot rods and everybody's souping up their cars and this gets more horsepower. Tesla Club, completely different. They're like, yo, did you update that new software? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, different animal. Yeah, different animal. Hey, yeah, that's you know, we're all headed yeah, fix that intermittent blinker problem we have been having, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah. So, and uh, let's see, then, then the, the bigger numbers came in the Corvette Clubs. Yeah. We had like five or six different Corvette Clubs. Oh, that's they, great. they came through. Um, Jeep. Little bit disappointing this year, but they, st- yeah, yeah, they, they were about a hundred less cars, uh, but they still packed their trunks and and they, I love those Jeeps. Everyone that came through, I kept saying, oh, I, I want one of those, I want one of those. So the the experience, by the way, as they were coming through, they were they were obviously part of what we have going on here, which is you don't have to, you come here, our volunteers will come, correct. They take care of everything. You sit in your car and just get the good warm feeling of knowing that you've donated food when it's needed. So 
to process all those cars that way. Yeah. Pretty it, it, spectacular. It was nuts. And then um, and then Mopar Muscle came through. Mopar is the yeah. Chrysler and the, the Dodge and, and uh, uh, Chrysler. They awesome. They 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 brought a huge tractor trailer. I mean a huge um, uh, trailer. And it took us about a half an hour with all the people just to unload that. It, wow. it was nuts. And then the Porsche Club. We had uh, 180 people uh, car caravan. And then about 30 of them were here. So we had about 210 cars, more than last year for us. Wow. Um, and donations, we've hit. This is our sixth year of doing this. And we hit a milestone this year. And it was over a half a million people fed. This wow. Year. Yeah. Excellent, oh, man. Yeah, so. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So you hit a milestone, yeah. Even yeah. with all the issues, with, with all the issues. I mean, this is you know talking the past six years. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, last year's numbers were 162,000. The numbers are starting to come in now. The uh, Phil, uh, Phil Abundance is weighing them. Okay. Um, but we should be uh, be close or or beat last year's number of 162,000. That's now. amazing. Yeah. That's wow. astonishing. And you know what was so cool is like last year became and this i think will be the complexion of the event as we move forward and get out of this obviously there's stuff happening in the right in in, in the vaccine world and cure world and treatment by hook or crook we're getting out of this that event was so good uh, and we make that car show right slash donation drive that happened last year the norm from here on from past this right but the fact even in light of that that you pulled off what all you guys and all the different car clubs pulled off should serve as a lesson to anyone who's listening does it matter yeah it matters and you can do it and come on down and make a difference right i mean again just because the hospitality industry 75 percent of the workforce is not there and and people always talk about restaurants but i mean it's Philadelphia is known for conventions and the hotels are completely yes, shut down right i have a friend who has a hotel he, uh, he runs a hotel here in, in Philadelphia. Out of 200 rooms, they have six open. Oh wow. God. So wow. just imagine how many staff you go from 200 to six. Sure. And all those people are out of food, and things like this just help. I mean, it's unbelievable. Well, I want to I want to extend a, uh, a big thank you and, and stroke Jeff here for a moment because he took it upon himself to create this event as part of our event. It was his idea. He lobbied for it. He pitched it to us a few years ago. Yeah. He took care of all the details, worked out everything. This, I mean, it was a real real go-getter and and is very proactive in this stuff and even when last year there was i got an email from a woman whose whose son uh was having a birthday doesn't have many friends and loves cars and jeff's like dude i got it let's you know yeah let's do a caravan jeff handled all the details it's just the kind of guy he is uh so i want to thank you and and uh you know everybody involved and and chris thanks you know you guys are just the, the absolute best you guys just rock i mean every two hours you you were mentioning this on the air and we couldn't have done it without you guys and and we do it for you guys and it's it's an awesome feeling wow we appreciate everything you've guys done for her. if uh if people want to reach out maybe they're thinking about buying a porsche they want to be in a club or they you know uh or they want to just reach out about this event what, what's a good way to get in touch with you uh well, we still have the website open www.philatrunk.com i can't believe i said ww but yeah that's all right yeah. <laughs> all right so we have philatrunk.com all the numbers will be posted for all the uh, clubs uh, a little later on you can reach me through there Perfect. or uh through um rtr-pca.org. Okay. Uh, that's our uh, local uh, Porsche website. And even as a proud Hyundai owner, you know, you can... <laughs> you can. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, you, you don't have to have a Porsche or a luxury yeah. car to donate, and that's sure. a big part of this, too. Yeah, People should yeah. just understand, if you have a car, you want to come down, come down and donate. You'll, and you'll be surprised at what cars have clubs. I mean, like, Steve, remember... 
There was a there was a cougar club for there a while. There was a and cougar club, not not, not old women with cigarettes. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're talking the cougars. And who? What was it? A Mark, Mercury Cougar, a Mark Seven Club. Oh, I don't remember. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, you're right, Preston. For whatever car you have, even the, I think the million strong Hyundai Club that you have. Yeah, no, there, yeah. there's uh, there's somebody for everybody. Again, if you want to feel that sense of participation, as you were saying, yeah, there's there's somebody and just. Be a part of it and be a part of it for next year. Yeah. But right now, you can come down, even if you're not in a club, yep. and still donate. Right. Yeah. Anybody driving a Hyundai right now, they should come yeah. down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> calling all Hyundais. I'm yes. calling the Chevette Club out. <laughs> Chevette Club. We're looking at you. Nice. Right. All right. Uh, thank you, guys. Appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you. You're awesome. It's here for Jeff and Chris. Yay! Right. Fake Horse audience. Club. Fake audience. Fill a trunk of it. Wait, it's coming. Casey's going to get our fake audience here. Let's hear it for Jeff and Chris. And it's not playing. It's not playing. You clicked the wrong one. There it is. Hey. All right. Thank you, guys. Oh, they're weeping. I see them weeping. All right. So, uh, well, that's awesome, man. And, you know, as we go through this, we're going to have uh, more people stopping by with their uh, their totals. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, stand-up comedy routines and things like oh, that. But, speaking of that, you want to yeah. give uh, Pat a plug? Because he's doing something really cool. Yes, Pat House. He's got a comedy show at uh, Helium on Wednesday night. And all of the proceeds from Pat House's comedy show at Helium on Wednesday night, all those proceeds are going to Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. That's a great guy. He's always supported the Camp Out. And as always, we, usually on Monday night, we'd have, like, our uh, comedy night. So next year. But uh, for now... Go support Pat House and support the camp out. And then on Sunday, actually, and I have to, I got to look up this information real quick, so bear with me. But, you know, normally uh, we have um, uh, house bands that are here uh, as part of the, uh, I'm sorry, hang on, I'm trying to search. It's hard to juggle all this stuff. No, 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 hang on. I, I can get through this. Hang on a second. I'm just misspelling something. <laughs> The crowd loves it. Sometimes they just love the process of looking for things. Yeah. I can't find the damn thing. Well, the right. crowd loves it. Yeah. Next it's Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. It's at uh, Rack's Pub and Grill. Thank you, God Almighty. Rack's, Rack's Pub and Grill, 21. I'm sorry, 2021 North Black Horse Pike in Williamstown, New Jersey. It's uh, 11 a.m. 3 p.m. this Sunday at Racks, and all the information's up on the uh, community events page at PrestonandSteve.com. But it's Goodman Fisk, uh, Jameson, Drop Dead Sexy, All Ages Show, and everyone is encouraged to attend, of course, and they can bring non-perishable food items for Phil Abundance. So if you need any of that information, it is up on the community events so page of our website. they would have done that uh, leading up to Camp Out for Hunger, but uh, they had bookings this weekend, yeah. so they're going to do yeah. it this coming weekend, and that's it's all going to filter in. But they wanted to... They felt really bad they couldn't be here, and they wanted to be a part of it somehow or another. So uh, they're going to they're gonna do their own event. I think that's so sensational. Again, you'd yeah. say we always thought we were imposing upon them to come down and be yeah. a part of the house band. Obviously not their hours, and as you pointed out, Preston, of their own volition, they stepped up and it created their own event to yeah. still be a part of it. Do you see the picture that Marissa sent us uh, over the weekend of uh, that uh, nine-year-old James uh, yeah. from Delco and his camp out for hunger? Uh, it was just him and his friends with a fire pit sitting in the driveway, had his own camp out for hunger uh, to raise food for Preston and Steve's camp. So out for how long did he camp out? It was just one night. Just one night? Just All one right. night, just That's a Friday cool. night, yeah. That's something, you know, I thought about that. Maybe we should encourage, we should start encouraging people to do their own little mini do camp Do that. Out and somewhere. you know what? Actually, Ginger Z came in person to his event. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like uh, scatting for a I know. All right. We, All right. What? We can take a break now. <laughs> 
We are you sure? Yes. Okay, because I was going to bring something up, but that's okay. We don't have the time. Okay, we're we're taking a break now. Uh, this is the camp out for hunger. We are at Xfinity Live, and this is day number one. We're going to see how this rolls out through the week, and we understand it's going to be uh, lighter in-person participation, but that's the way it's supposed to be. You can be a part of it by coming down and donating donating your non-perishable food items, uh, but you can you can also do it virtually online. So either way, any way that you can help out, we appreciate. It. We're going to take a break. Come back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, live from inside the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent on 93.3 WMMR. Sponsored by Xfinity Live. Proud to be the home of Camp Out for Hunger for eight years and counting. And now, back to Camp Out for Hunger. Don't forget, um, other show members, other staff members, I should say, WMMR broadcasting live from this location as well. We're, we kind of, so Pierre's going to be along and then uh, Sarah, I think today, and then Jackson's, or is it, no. Jackson today. Sarah tomorrow. Sarah tomorrow. Sarah tomorrow. So the reason that we are here, uh, even though, you know, we're not expecting as many people to come by in person, is to just keep the spirit of the event the way that it is. And we wanted to be at a location, even if we weren't, going to be doing any in-person drop-offs at all and it was all virtual we felt like we've this would be our 23 23rd year of doing it so exactly exactly it kind of felt right just to be somewhere else other than in the studio just asking you to donate you know what i mean and we just felt also that you're probably sick to death of virtual this and virtual that and so <laughs> we're here this is what we do it's what we we've been doing and uh, so what happens is a vehicle just came in here press and you can come down and honestly, you stay in your vehicle, you drop off the food. Again, we remind you, it's the one place where you can get what is this year a poster. It's the uh, cal- instead of a calendar, it's a poster this year. Uh, and it is it really looks fantastic. But you can only get it here. That's the way we're doing it to sort of extort you to come down and donate food and to see people come by. And as they're coming by, I don't know if you can quite see President, but I see him turn in and then they ride, uh, ride by and wave. And, yeah, uh, I see when they come by right here. Yeah, yeah. and it's uh, listen, that's that's what we're looking for. But again, regardless of your sensitivity level, whatever yeah. you're, you're, if you're uh, very cautious, go online. If you want to hop in the car, keep your mask on, come here, do the deal. Everything is spelled out the way you um, uh, you know progress through the parking lot. It's all laid out so easy. Please come down. And Marissa is saying uh, a lot of people are posting pictures of them watching us. On our YouTube channel, from oh. the comfort of their own home, as you can view what we've got going on down here, you can take a peek into the studio and into Kathy's lovely home. So <laughs> instead of an unboxing video, a little later on, I will open up a chocolate chip uh, cookie wrapper. Ooh. Oh, yes. and, uh, right? And okay. since we're on YouTube, an unwrapping thing. and unboxing things are very popular on YouTube. People that yeah, I feel like if you're on YouTube, you've got to be unboxing something. <laughs> Kathy, the people that were watching on YouTube uh, were watching you behind Jeff and Chris in the last segment, and it was just your giant head right behind Jeff. <laughs> That's right. Where our guests are situated, there's a giant monitor, and Kathy's face will be behind. Kathy, next time, oh, you got to make, make a face. faces. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Kathy, we'll, I, I actually I can, get some can you tuck on. your eyelids inside out? Oh God, be gross. Oh my God, that always disgusted, disgusted me. I had friends that could do that. Yeah, yeah. like oh. just don't 
do that. I don't. Th- how can that horrible. be good for you? It can't I don't be. know. It's well, it's gross. I don't think it's bad for you. It's just not good for you either. <laughs> Kathy, I saw you during. I think it was during the Zoom with the six ABC folks. Uh, you were mouthing to somebody. I assume Jace. I love you so much. <laughs> no, it was seduces. Oh, it was. Oh my God, you guys saw that? Uh-huh. I love you so much. Wow. Oh my God, I love. I you. missed that. Oh, I'm glad you I caught love that. Seduces so much, and I don't know how to kill him. <laughs> He's right there, virtually. Oh my God. Uh, yes, it was Jace. Uh, <laughs> Not Seuss. So, so we will have the the rest of the of the staff broadcasting uh, from here, and and. Uh, it's cool to have the, the support of everybody uh, coming out and participating this year as well. So, and I, I, again, to, to your earlier oh. point, Preston, I need that the fact that we're this is the camp out. This is what we do. It's what we will continue to do. And you can par- still participate. You can get out of the house if you want to and come on down. Take advantage of it either way. But the one thing there is no question about, this is by far the most important camp out we've ever done in the history yep. of camp outs. And I and I also want to point out that that while it's going to be different in some regards, there are a couple of things we still want to kind of uh, keep to have this the flavor of what it is. So I can't believe it, but Skelly's Amusements has actually set up that huge ass ride. And it's just for us. It's so nobody us. else is going to be able to ride it. It's what we call the can drop. And we will be doing the drop quiz at some point this week. Bet your ass. We will do it. I think us, the actual show members, get to do it. And is the new Rob Allah Casey suggestion blindfolded? I think so. Yeah. I think it's going to be because we've all been on the ride so many times. You know. We know when it's going to drop. You're like, okay, this is um, this is getting to a point where... Yep. It can't go any higher than it is. I don't know if it is sponsored. It is sponsored by Campbell's, so thank you so much to Campbell's. Oh, the can drop. Excellent. For sponsoring the can drop. So we'll do a blindfolded version of drop quiz this year. I don't know who's going to go against it. Well, I can't do it because I have the questions, and I've already looked at all of them. But I have, like, lots of questions. There's, like, hundreds of them. Huh. So maybe I wouldn't be able to know the answer to all of them. Maybe you want me? I could come up with some different questions yeah. if you want to write it, Preston. Preston. So them. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Yes. That could be fun. You know, I'm such a chicken, and I also fold under pressure, so yeah. I'd, be, I'd be horrible. You, it doesn't you matter. Gotta, you guys are so good at it. Oh, I'm not any good at it. I just want to go on a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell I just you want this. to get out of the studio. You know, and by the way, for the rest of the week, there's a whole bunch of good stuff, and I have to throw it out there. Casey, you were able to get – we have Zack Snyder on tomorrow. Zack Snyder is going to be on our show tomorrow. Zack and- Snyder is like the – it guy now for yes. HBO Max for the Justice Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. I adore his stuff. I know. And and so it's crazy because he's so easy to work with. And, and like you, Kath, um, and with Ginger Z, how she got right back to you, he got right back to me. He, he chose tomorrow to be on our show. I thought you were saying, like, it's so easy to work with like you, Kath. <laughs> no, it is easy to work with you as well. Okay. I'm saying nice things. <laughs> Um, that, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so he chose tomorrow to be on our show because it is the anniversary, as he calls it, that monstrosity that is the Justice League. (laughs) And he goes, and it's, uh, everything's going to be, you know, up at a pitch tomorrow. So he is, he's on fire. He's on fire and he wants to talk crap about well listen i understand that because we've said we enjoy the, the justice league movie but the truth of the matter is is that his original vision right is much more extensive and i'll say this as well 
Batman v Superman, the theatrical cut, compared it to the compared to the director's cut, Zack Snyder's original longer cut. Yeah, night and day. And so, uh, listen, he's got that. He's got his his zombie movie uh, going to be coming out. In a, I guess they delayed that a, a little. A we'll while. find out tomorrow. Oh, we'll yeah. find out all the information. He's currently in in that level of fandom and and the fanboys and comic book fans, and it's tremendous. And then tomorrow evening, case. Tomorrow evening, we're going to do an Instagram Live with Kevin Smith. Yeah. yeah. And and I think that that's great, especially on the heels of talking to Zack Snyder tomorrow morning. And right. we're going to be able to take questions and everything from you, right, as that's going on. Yep. All right. Oh, Excellent. and then another cool thing later in the week, and I'll, I'll just get a little, little tease here, but uh, our friends from Shinedown are going to do something very special, too, which is cool. That yes. does include a performance. So. I love how they love this city and this and this radio station. And, and so Brent Porsche has a nice relationship with, with Brent and Zach from Shine Down, and so the the request went out kind of late last week. Yeah, and they came back and um, uh, they came back great guns, uh, let's say. And then Love Nick, it. you were going to say something because I know you were working on some stuff for tomorrow. Well, yeah, we're going to do uh, for fans of The Office. There's a really cool podcast called The Office Ladies Podcast, and that's with Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey, who were on the show, and then our friend Kate Flannery helped arrange it. So that's going to be tomorrow afternoon. A lot of the stuff that we're doing this week uh, after dark. Uh, we'll be at nighttime, but we're going to do that at about 2 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. So uh, Jenna Fisher, who has like 2.3 million followers on Instagram. She's great. And uh, and any fan of The Office is going to want to tune in tomorrow afternoon because we're going to do the uh, Instagram Live with the with them on their account and our account as well. So we're going to try that with Kevin Smith tomorrow night. And, and uh, like the Zoom this morning, uh, a lot of these things is the first time us trying. Yeah. yeah. We don't know exactly how it's going to go, but we're going to wing it and have some fun with have, it. You, you've listened to the show, right, that they do. It's really – It's really good. Twice, I think it's, it's – and, and they're obviously good friends. Yeah, they, uh, they've stayed friends since The Office, and um, basically they just talk about old, old episodes of the show that they were on that they didn't really watch while they were on it. Yeah, yeah. So now that, that it's been in syndication for 10 years or whatever, they're having some fun and, with it. And by the way, my wife and I watched uh, Walk Hard over the weekend. and, and, and Oh, uh, that's right. She's, she's in, in yeah. yeah. Yes, she's the the wife, and it's you need to revisit that if you haven't got if you haven't watched Walk Hard in a long time. It's, it, it is fantastic. And uh, just because Kathy requested this of me on Wednesday, I think I'm going to Instagram live a football catch with me and my son. Oh, awesome. she just can't get enough of it. Yeah, and so she I says really make it extra, everybody, yeah. make it extra long yeah. too if you can. I like watching you doing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do you, Case. All right, so a lot coming up this week. So we hope you'll stay with us in some fashion. There's uh, multiple ways for you to, uh, you know, uh, check us out via on the radio or our social accounts or uh, watching the videos on, on YouTube and where else they pop up. But uh, we need to do some of the things that we normally do, and one of them would be the Bizarre File. Jason, if you will, please. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Jason Fayon back in the studio on the board, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so we're going to start with this one. Oh, the crime has been solved. Officers with the Scotts Valley Police Department were able to track down the elusive Bigfoot statue that had been stolen from the Bigfoot Discovery Museum in Felton. The four-foot-tall... That's the only thing Felton had. The four-foot-tall statue weighing between 150 and 200 pounds was taken sometime... 
between 11.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. on Monday. Wait a second. Is the belief that Bigfoot's only four feet tall? Uh, you know, they may be just... A freaking they four don't get foot it. tall statue of Bigfoot? He has giant feet, though. Yeah, well, come <laughs> on now. Yeah. On Thursday, uh, police reported they responded to a, quote, suspicious figure in the roadway. Near yeah, there's a hairy dwarf standing in the street. Near Glen Canyon when they spotted Bigfoot. Uh, the police said on their Facebook page he was a little banged up but will be returned to his rightful place. Yeah, it just came across a hairy dwarf standing in the middle of the road. The museum has been closed due to the pandemic, so maybe that's why somebody stole uh, the Bigfoot statue. But they got it back, thank God. German investigators said on Wednesday that they have launched a manhunt for suspects who made off, and this is a real heist, with 6.5 million euros or $7.6 million in cash. Wow. Yeah, after breaking into a customs office. This is this is a big, um, a big heist. Uh, the break-in was professionally planned and carried out. Three as-of-yet unidentified perpetrators used a drill to get into the vault from an adjoining room in the cellar of the building. Where was this? Uh, this was in Germany. Uh, so they it's stole Gert's about 6.5 million euros in cash. Gert fellows. <laughs> uh, the heist uh, took place on Sunday. Wow. Witnesses said that they heard drilling sounds at about 6 a.m. Three hours later, three men dressed in dark clothing and dark knit caps were seen walking in and out of the building to load objects into a white van with sliding doors. They then drove off with the van. I mean, this is like Ocean's Eleven, you know? Exactly, yeah. Uh, another witness no- noticed a man walking around the customs office before getting into a car and driving off in the same direction as the van. Germany has been hit by several high-profile heists with banks and museums' frequent targets. A Berlin court had sentenced three men to multi-year deal, uh, multi-year sentences in jail in February for the spectacular theft of a 220-pound gold coin from one of the German capital's museums. Well, Preston, honestly, uh, this pales in comparison to Felton dealing with that Bigfoot statue. I know, I know. That's why I led with the yeah, Felton yeah, one. Yeah. So uh, police have found no trace. You think you got it, bad? We lost our statue. Of the coin since... Four late, feet tall! Late night heist in March 2017 from the uh, the Bodie Museum. So Whoa. there's a whole museum for, for Bodie. Welcome to the Bodie Museum. Mm-hmm. I've got some all day stuff. <laughs> Floodwaters from Tropical Storm Eta went so high in a Florida man's yard that he discovered a manatee grazing on his grass. Oh, the hum- huge manatees. Oh, the humanities. Uh, in a video posted on Facebook by Matt Hathaway, the manatee can be seen swimming around the yard earlier this week after rising tidewaters combined with Ada's torrential rain. Uh, the video shows the manatee grazing while calmly swimming around Hathaway's yard. How are you doing? Eventually, the manatee swam safely away. Well, how do uh, I get out of here? Uh, it caused uh, flooding and rough winds throughout all of Florida, but actually, it ended up on his front yard pretty I love well. The manatees. Oh, they're, they're beautiful. They're just uh, they're, they're calming. That's yeah. why I keep three in my bathtub. Oh, very good. <laughs> a dog is recovering after surviving a seventy-foot fall. Uh, near a bridge overlook, and it's interesting how uh, he was saved. EMS Captain R. On a cat. Uh, EMS Captain R. Luddy happened to be eating lunch at the location before a rope training exercise. Wow! And he heard the dog's owner yell for help. Luddy said that he jumped in action. He rappelled down the cliff. Uh, he wasn't expecting to found uh, to find the dog named Stout alive. He said, "I thought uh, I was going to be able to get this guy's uh, dog's body back, so he oh. didn't have to go home empty-handed." But luckily. 
Luddy found Stout, walked him back to his owner. He says uh, the ledges on the cliff, the branches, and brush had helped him help break the fall on the way down. So it's, it's a seven-story fall, essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's, wow. That's way up there. So and, and did you ever see the movie The Gray? Uh, parts of it. Okay, there's Not a the part where you see Casey, you know, on the cliffside, they're jumping they're jumping into tall trees, hoping that the um, to elude these wolves that are tracking them. And, uh, you know, yeah. you'd have to get banged up a bit. Yeah. Uh, Luddy said the reason Stout fell off the cliff is because he wasn't on a leash, and he's warning dog owners that uh, the... He's warning dog owners that our furry friends need to stay away from the edge. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it is, it is sage advice, mm-hmm. even though it's phrased weirdly. All right. And then uh, one last story, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, Kevin Martin lives in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. Uh, says that he went out to pick up dinner on Saturday. Ended up with four popped tires due to all the potholes in his neighborhood. Uh, he says he had previously complained about the series of potholes on Route 1. To the town and state governments, but no action was taken. So he went out, and I love. And sometimes you'll see picture like right. you'll, you'll see pictures that people paint pictures of penises and yes. stuff like that, and get them to fix them. So actually, he went out and purchased planting soil and Christmas trees, and he started <laughs> planting trees in the potholes. On Monday morning, Martin says his intention was to force officials into taking action. And it seems to have worked as the trees were removed and the potholes were filled as of Monday morning. Uh, this speaks to me because there is one pothole that I invariably forget about on St. Aphsis out in front of our building. Do you you know which one I'm talking about? I it, don't come in that way, so I don't okay. know it. Yeah, and it's just it gets me every time, and yep. it's like, come on already. Yep, well. We'll get a, a Christmas tree. Plant a tree in it. Maybe they'll fix it. That's it. That's what I got for you in the beef file. Hey, real quick, I want to uh, thank our friends at Bimbo Bakeries. Uh, Bimbo Bakeries USA is a tent sponsor, and uh, part of their tent sponsorship includes a donation each day from one of their brands. And today it is 500 packages of Thomas's English muffins and bagels. Now, while we do not collect non-perishable items at the campout, uh, when bulk donations are arranged ahead of time with Phil Abundance, they distribute them immediately uh, to their nine what they call Fresh for All Free Farmers Markets across the region. So uh, that's what Bimbo has done, and that stuff's going to go out right away. It's pretty awesome. If you had to choose between the English muffin and the Ooh. bagel. Dude, English muffin. <laughs> yeah. I'm so uh, glad you brought no, the no, question that's, up. That's, that's that a is... tough one, though, because, I mean, I know what you're saying. Thomas's. I, I, I mean, t- I mean, nooks and crannies. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember how Mr. Thomas had to evacuate <laughs> His yeah. European home, and, and and I don't know what it was. I think he was afraid that the products were so good they would eventually eat him. Right. And and so he fled in the cover of night. But however, a, a toasted bagel, um, oh man, you know. Uh, so it depends. The nooks and crannies for holding the butter. I know that's important. I to think you. they it's, win. It's super duper important to me. And and Nick, when Preston started reading and said Tom, I tuned out. And you you and I just went into this like fantasy. I go, you know. English muffins are probably, especially Thomas's, my favorite breakfast bread of all time. My favorite breakfast bread. All right. Yeah. So, Case, have you ever done the toasted English muffins as a hamburger roll? Uh, I will today. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're excellent. Yeah. So, but I, th- there's a case to be made that that's a battle royale between those two. Yeah. I prefer the English muffin when I want something sweet. So, oh, really? Like jelly? So, if I'm going to do, like, butter or cream cheese, I go bagel. But... 
If I want to go sweet and I want to get like peanut butter on a toasted English muffin, or or what? cake icing, or what honey? Ooh. Okay. So with I made, butter, I I made myself a honey and peanut butter sandwich for lunch today. Yes. Put it in the fridge and everything. Okay, at home. No, it's here. Oh, really? It's in the RV. Oh. Did you make it with an English muffin? Uh, no, no. Not I, so I, fancy I, now, I are we? <laughs> Yes, you're right. Mm. But we can fix that. We can. Someone's a lot of talk. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I commiserate. Preston, <laughs> uh, so what, you're, you're, let's get your vote between bagel and English. I know you said sweet and savory is yeah. the defining thing, but in the ultimate oh, battle, man. sans topping, what do you go with? <sighs> Oof, this is tough. That's hard. I'm going with bagel. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go bagel. However? Yeah, yeah, more because I have those more often than English muffins. Likewise. Mm. I would think, so for me, the ultimate breakfast bread is another Bimbo product, Entenmann's chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> mm, yeah. Is that technically a bread? It is now. In my house, it is. It is. Okay. It is also a uh, dietary supplement okay. and medicine. Have you ever had used bread as a hamburger? I mean, a bread. No. <laughs> chocolate chip cookies as a You missed I have used I chocolate chip cookies. I have used All the huge manatees. Do you know that ent- the Entenmann's used to make... Almost the size of English, uh, Thomas's English muffin-sized chocolate chip cookies. And they'd be like six in a box. Really? Yes, Kathy. I never had those. They were huge. And uh, I think they discontinued them. Anyway, we love Bimbo. Yeah. Yeah. We do. And we thank them for their sponsorship. All right. uh, With that, we're going to wrap it up. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll test your knowledge on today's program with a lesson question. We have stuff to give away concerning that. Uh, we have uh, Trash and Music News coming up as well as we continue to camp out for hunger. Day number one, Xfinity Live, the Wells Fargo Center Complex. We'll be right back. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or celebrating love, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We are back. Oh, stop it. What a crowd. Thank you. Thank you so much. Who's yelling? Brian and Marissa and Pancake. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, uh, Just just to give it that that actual feel of uh, Camp Out for Hunger. This is the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, there's a uh, car driving by right now, a Ford uh, SUV, yes, and they stopped. Yes. And there's another one. Yes. I love it. So we're seeing the uh, the cars make their way in uh, to the drop-off point, which is just beyond where our broadcast tent is. Our volunteers out there to unload their trunks and keeping people nice and safe distanced. And um, I'm loving seeing this. Hey guys, hey, hi. Wait, they're, they're, this is what we want. When you come by, we love the fact that you're waving. Hello. Oh, and they have a dog. A dog. He's, he's barking. barking. He's bark. No, he's saying hi, Preston. Hi, buddy. Oh, there we go. Thanks for coming down, guys. Thank you, guys. All right, so let's see. What's we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, you know what? Yeah, a couple things here. Um, I wanted uh, to mention... Um, Am I reading this, Casey? Yeah, read that. Okay, so Bimbo Bakeries. I've mentioned talked about them at length. Yeah, the USA uh, tent sponsorship, but also uh, the Camp Out for Hunger Games. 
They're doing a daily donation. I didn't even know we were doing the Camp Out for Hunger Games this year. But they're doing a daily donation, and uh, it's Thomas's English Muffins. Uh, to they not only the English muffins to bagels and swirl breads. Oh, I love swirl breads. I love swirl breads. Swirl breads. Uh, Thomas's baked ba- uh, breads make a delicious breakfast, snack, or meal, and you can visit a local grocery store uh, to pick up your favorite Thomas's products and support a local company. And also want to mention that this hour's sponsor of the Camp Out for Hunger is Martin Law, proud sponsor of our Camp Out volunteer. Effort, and you can go to. Uh, by the way, Martin Law, the law firm for injured workers. So we appreciate you guys and your sponsorship. Nick, did you know that you were wearing a Martin Law hat today? Yes, I did. I love it. This is from I think last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite hats. I have the same one. Great hat. I wear it all the time. It's uh, sort of the Sixers colors and Preston and Steve on the front. And uh, yeah, it's a terrific. I keep hat. my English muffins in that. Yeah, I keep my yeah. bagels and such. Good. Very good. All right, so we're gonna do the lesson question. I don't have any lesson questions. Wait. Uh, I got you. Nick's going to pull one up, but we have to, let me see here. The prize we're going to give away is a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Uh, so let's see, what are you going to ask for today, Nick? Well, earlier this morning, Cinch Propane made a $26,000 donation to Camp Out for Hunger on the anniversary of which singer's death? All right. There's a metronome going. Yeah. There, it, My it's... name is Casey. I'm a superstar. You mess with me, I'll take you far. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you, well, you made it stop, bad. so thank you. I don't know. I was going to wait and find out if the audience could actually hear that or not. But And you started going, and I'm like, let's let him let's go. Let him go. Yeah. We can now use this during the trial. The bizarrely, we were hearing a, a metronomic pulse in our headphones. All right. So uh, let's see if you know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR. Uh, what was it again, Nick? <laughs> I know it was distracting. Uh-huh. Cinch propane. My name is Casey, and I'm here to say. Where is it coming from? Oh, now it's back? Is it my yeah. microphone? It's back. Can- no, uh, I, I don't. It's only when I talk. Engineering, do we know why that's happening? You guys hear it? All right, now it's stopped. Go ahead, Nick. Cinch Propane made a $26,000 donation to Camp Out for Hunger on the anniversary of which singer's death? All right, let's see if you know the answer. And while you're doing that, we're going to go through the trash. Here we go. Cold 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you by Lorenzo and Sons Pizza, a legendary Philadelphia staple that has been family-owned and operated since 1970. Visit LorenzosWestchester.com to learn more. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, during an Instagram Live video, Juliana Hoff seemed to suggest she was lost in a relationship with Ryan Seacrest. Juliana says she needed to break up with Seacrest in order to find herself. So she could eventually meet the man she is now divorcing. Tom Brady's home (laughs) getting... Tom Brady's home, getting some storm damage during Tropical Storm. Etta losing a bit of his dock in two jet skis. Fortunately for Brady, just a few scratches on his nuclear submarine. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, a bit of traditional normalcy as the 75-foot... <laughs> Dude, it, in, in his defense, <laughs> the, everything I, I, is very sensitive maybe over Maybe I misjudged so where the punchline was. No, no, it was a mistake. Okay. It's a mistake. <laughs> I, I just, it's a trackpad. And, you know, like, even if you just kind of, like, tap it. <laughs> I was trying to move the cursor trust, around. Trust not me, doing Casey. It on purpose. I went into uh, the same thing over here. Let's just say it's All right. All right. 
A bit of traditional normalcy as a 75-foot-tall Norway spruce was chopped down and delivered to Rockefeller Center on Saturday. Mayor Bill de Blasio says that instead of traditional lights, this year's tree will be illuminated by 1,000 free-basing junkies. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trap. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, we had Cinch Propane, who made a donation earlier in honor of which recently deceased singer, correct, Nick? Is on the anniversary of her death. All right, yeah. on the anniversary of her death. All right, let me go to, let's go to Chris and see if we can get the answer. Chris, good morning. Can you hear me? Good morning. I can hear you. All right, Chris, who's who's the singer that we're speaking of? That would be Diana Ross. Diana Ross, you're correct. Hang on. And before you go thinking Diana Ross is dead, she's not. Okay. <laughs> Read that she was. All right. Since he got that right, we have got a prize, and we are going to set that gentleman up with a $50 Dunkin' gift card. You can get cheers in at Dunkin' with festive drinks like the signature peppermint mocha latte and signature gingerbread latte. Uh, download the Dunkin' app and order ahead for contactless experience this holiday season. Preston and Steve run on Dunkin'. Let's just, a, just a warning, Preston, quickly gingerbread latte. Addictive. Oh. All right, let's get to music news. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you this morning by the American Red Cross. Be the lifeline patients need this winter. The Red Cross urges eligible blood and platelet donors of all types to give now and help save lives. You can visit redcrossblood.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. Uh, to make an appointment. Corey Taylor and his wife, Alicia Dove, will be featured in the upcoming horror flick called Rucker. Rucker? Yeah, according to Loudwire, the film, which is currently in post-production, centers on a big rig trucker turned serial killer named Rucker. Uh, Taylor was cast as one of the title characters, uh, Trucker Buddies. There was actually uh, a couple, I think there was two or three movies that were basically this present. They a big rig trucker who is a serial killer. Okay. It's like, uh, it was out about 10 years ago, the series. Okay. Uh, the film is being directed by Amy Hexeth, uh, and it is produced by Aaron Drain, who previously worked with Slipknot Frontman, with the Slipknot Frontman on the movie Clear Tear, uh, Fear Clinic. Uh, so he's continuing his acting uh, credits. Wolfgang Van Halen will release his debut solo single titled Distance today. Uh, he said in a statement, Distance is a song that was initially written for the debut album, but was going to be held for a later time. As my pop continued to struggle with various health issues, I was imagining what my life would be like without him and how terribly I'd miss him. While this song is incredibly personal, I think anyone can relate to the idea of having a profound loss in their own life. Uh, Wolfgang went on to say, I never anticipated Distance would be the first song of mine that people would hear, but I also thought my father would be here to celebrate its release along with me, and this is for him. And do I even need to point out that there's been some idiot trolls who have been beating up on him? I, it just it, There are people who, who... It just makes no sense. They're ghouls. Yeah, and that's it. You're yeah. right. They feed off of people. Uh, it's terrible. Um, all right, and then only have one last story, and that is this, the Smashing Pumpkins. Released the video for Witch, which is the latest single from their forthcoming 11th studio album. Is and that W-H-I-C-H or W-I-T-C-H? It's W-Y-T-T-C-H. Never heard of that one. No. And it's from their album, Fear, 
uh, which is spelled C Y R. Those are three capital letters. I really don't know the two, uh, what the story is. And you're looking for some thick sounds. Uh, the Charlotte Kemp Mule directed music video leans into the band's heavier and darker side and include cl- includes clips of uh, singer Billy Corgan's kids. Uh, the double album, I think, I think it's CYR. Okay, uh, will be released on November twenty seventh. So uh, and there you go. This is a short music news today, That's but a profound one. one. That was it, profound. Yes. Okay. It, it, learned, it taught us a new way to spell witch. Uh, that's all <laughs> that I have for you uh, this morning. Hey, um, a couple of things. I want to thank Jersey Mike's for uh, providing our breakfast this morning. Oh man, the array they set out—amazing. Uh, you can buy your sub at Jersey Mike's this weekend, and they'll make a donation to Feeding America. Jersey Mike's uh, be a sub above, above. And Nick, which location? Feasterville, I think. It's the guys from the Feasterville store. Yeah, and uh, they did a meet me with us uh, a few months back, and they're great guys are huge fans of the show so thanks so much to those guys for dropping off all the food that's cool man and uh we've had coffee all morning from our friends at duncan lunch uh today will be provided by piccalilli in uh so we thank them in advance and then dinner tonight from uh rouge and rittenhouse square so uh we got some good eats uh, for us and our volunteers as we go through the day preston just a quick if i can just my own shard out i guess uh i had my uh my garage door i replaced with the one that alan ruck on our very show recommended yes. uh, oh, and, yeah yeah and it's oh. awesome and the guys who did it are from McBrothers overhead doors and uh, Chris and a number of other guys are big fans of the show they listen to the Preston Steve show all the time could not have been nicer super professional so thank you guys for supporting the show and for the great work you did on my Alan Ruck endorsed garage door very good all right with that we're gonna break we're gonna come back in a second we have one more segment for us personally to go through before we hand it over to a Philadelphia radio legend here yes. at the Camp Out for Hunger Xfinity Live. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Lift me up. Low cut Connie. Lift me up. Lift me up to the sun. Bush. This is the goal and this is the kingdom. Avatar. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Sunshine all day long today. It's beautiful. 53 degrees. The high has been a wonderful, bright and crystal clear morning. It's great because it stepped outside the tent for a second. And uh, where we are, you step out the door and boom, there's the skyline of Philadelphia. Gorgeous. It looks beautiful. Uh, right here, you know, from where I'm sitting, I can see the lake from where Steve is. You can see... Uh, Victory Beer Hall right there at Xfinity Live. Victory. Right by all of this stuff, uh, similar to where we were last year, but a different configuration. And you can drive by and wave and see us here in the tent as we broadcast. The whole front side of it, one side of it is all glass so we can see outside as you come by uh, to make a donation. So uh, day one, off to a good start. We've had a lot of great guests on the program uh, this morning, so I would like to thank them for stopping by. First and foremost, we have the CEO of Phil Abundance. Lori Jones, she just started working yeah. uh, with Phil Abundance this summer, and so obviously thrown into the deep end right off the bat, but gave us some sobering numbers and uh, motivation for you to be a part of this in some way, shape, or form. It'd be great if you could be here in person. Now, keep in mind, as you come by, we're not going to be able to spend any time together. Oh, and before these guys leave, I see they're getting into their truck. Thank you to uh, Ladder 19, Philadelphia Fire Department. Yeah! The fellas are unloading, so thank you. Yeah. They got the siren. Appreciate that, man. Thank you, guys. And that's oh, dude, they got one of the 
They got, they a, got the rear driver on there. Yes, they do. What do you call that? <laughs> Wait, that's okay. I thought that was real. Um, uh, what do you call those two-piece ones where there's a guy that drives the rear? Uh, the bikini buttmaster. The buttmaster. No, no, I don't know. What do you call? It's not it? a it's snorkel. A, Rodney says it's called a tiller. A, a tiller. tiller. Yeah. Rodney, do you remember what used to be called a snorkel? Is it similar to that, or it's something totally different? Okay. All right. So, yeah, there's a guy that it's so big, there's a dude that has to steer the rear wheels oh from the back. Casey, they're inviting you out to drive it. Oh, my God. Oh my I want to see you guys later. <laughs> fire your wrench, fire your sirens up again, lads. I don't think they can hear you, Pierre. Oh, well, there you go. Nah, there you go. There's they did Casey. it for you, Pierre. I'll take a horn. Hi, Pierre. Why, good day, then. I'm, I'm going to continue thanking everybody real quick. Uh, thank you to uh, Delaware United States Senator Chris Coons for coming by. He's kind of a good luck charm, comes by every year at the beginning. Uh, so it was great to see him here this morning. Uh, and then for the first run at doing a Zoom interview, uh, and they normally come down during the evening because of the hours they keep, but Jim Gardner, Cecily Tynan, and Deuces Rogers all came in, keeping that tradition alive as and well. And it worked. It was great. Uh, and Ginger Z yes. as well uh, from uh, Good Morning America, ABC News. Great to have her on. She'll be a part of the 6ABC uh, parade this year, too. And thank you to uh, Jeff and Chris uh, from the Porsche Club and the Fellow Trunk event that took place yesterday. Over 700 cars. Amazing. When, when there's a, a pandemic going on, they did it safely. People drove by and they made drop-offs and... Uh, and that's kind of the way it's working here. You don't even have to get out of your vehicle. You just drive up. We'll unload it. We'll take care of that for you. Normally, people get out, hang out, come and get some. There they go. They're blowing the horn yeah. for us. Sirens. And, and uh, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe have some uh, refreshments or some um, uh, promotional items and things like that. Now, you can get uh, the Totally Office Calendar poster this year. That's for anybody who comes in by and, and donates. We want to make sure we had something to hand over to you. Uh, so that is indeed what we are doing. So it was a fun day today. It was a good broadcast. And different hours that we're dealing with this week, Monday through Thursday, and obviously Fridays when we wrap it up. But we're not going, obviously, till 9 o'clock at night. Uh, the suggested time to drop off by is 6 with an overflow to maximum cutoff at 7, correct? Yep, yep. everything is 100% shut down at 7 p.m., so just giving you a heads up on that. Uh, Pierre is getting in place. How you doing, man? Good. Um, it's um, interesting that you had uh, Senator Coons on because there is some speculation. Uh, it is not by any means confirmed, but that he could be uh, the next secretary of state in no the Biden kidding. administration. So if that's the case, you dudes might have been chatting with the future secretary of state. We know the dude. Yeah. That's pretty damn cool. And you could call him dude. Yeah. Dude, yeah. aren't you the secretary of state? I had uh, I interviewed John Kerry once when we were having a, a get out the vote thing. And he um, uh, some years ago and he was still a senator at the time. I said, I could have sworn I saw a picture in Time magazine of you with an acoustic guitar and some of your staff around your desk and a Grateful Dead um, poster in the background. And was I seeing that correctly? Oh, yes, you were, Pierre. And in fact, I am a deadhead. And I love Jerry and the boy. And he went him off on the whole That's thing. cool. So uh, a secretary of state that we once had was a deadhead. So, maybe But my had... favorite song, Pierre, was the <laughs> Pina Colada song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. There you nice. go. So who knows? All right. Um, well, let's start with the letter of the day. You ready for that? Yes. Jason, if you will, please. 
Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter C as in caring. All right. And, yes, a lot of caring going on here this week. We are going to give away a $500 Monster Pets gift card on Friday for the Word of the Week prize. Monster Pets companion animals and supplies. You can visit them on Columbus Boulevard in South Philadelphia. Uh, Oh, you know what? Or no, I'll do that. I'll do that after. I'll do, thank our sponsors and things. Um, what do you have planned for today, man? Well, I actually have a pretty interesting uh, lineup today because um, we're going to have, um, if, if the uh, feed works correctly, uh, we're going to connect with Los Angeles around noontime, and uh, we're going to have a chat with Gavin Rossdale. Awesome. And he's going to play some songs for us. Wow. That's so cool. And uh, so he and uh, guitarist from Bush, Chris Trainer, who's a phenomenal guitar player, are going to do a couple of songs and help promote the camp out. So uh, even though we haven't had live music in the traditional ways, it'll be kind of cool that, uh, and Gavin, longtime friend of the station, uh, and is only too happy to to help. So um, we'll see. Cross your fingers that that all all the connections work right. But we've got Rodney, so nothing can go wrong. Uh, that, well, listen, we we've everything we tried out today uh, has worked phenomenally well. Yeah. So we've got the, uh, the the people in place. I think you're gonna have a great uh, great time with them. Yeah, and we'll have uh, workforce blocks of Muse and Kiss and lots of requests and lots of uh, hopefully people coming down to uh, get in the spirit of giving. Uh, it's, uh, you know, we're, I don't know how many times you probably have already said it this morning and how many times we'll say it through the week. I don't know if there's been a more important one ever. I mean, ever. Uh, it's that, you know, when you've seen over the last several months lines, uh, uh, not only around the block, but, you know, a mile long line for, you know, for food banks around the country. It's that way here. It's so needed. You know, so if you're in a tight situation, we understand. But if you have something a little extra that you could bring, man, is it ever needed. Absolutely. All right. And uh, we'll be checking within uh, throughout the day with you if that's cool. cool I would love it. We're here and we're not going anywhere, man. I would be... Um, I my heart would be enlarged. Oh, nice. Well, that could be medically unsound. It is, yes. Yeah, so yeah. An enlarged heart sometimes is a bad oh, thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I want to thank There's our blood in my stool at the idea. <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors, uh, the President and Steve Show today, brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Also by Wilmington University. And I think there's one more under here. Yes, and uh, hers, Philly's favorite chip since 1946. Uh, tomorrow on our program, it's going to be a good day, man. We're going to have, first of all, as Steve was talking about earlier, Zack Snyder, director extraordinaire, uh, and with some really cool stuff to talk about. Yes. Our good friend, Mr. Tom Papa, one of the funniest people I know, and a super kind, caring guy is going to be joining us. Uh, we're continuing a tradition of people come by every single year. Tracy Davidson from NBC10. And bye. And, and bye. bye. Nice. And we're also going to have uh, Akbar Bajabiamila joining us. He's a great interview, man. Super nice guy. And just to let you guys know, Robin Abate is on vacation. She's oh. on vacation. <laughs> also, oh I, are we doing our first can drop tomorrow? Maybe. Uh, they, we... The one that we were talking about off air, I think it's going to have to happen on a Wednesday morning. Okay. But, yes. but we might do drop quiz tomorrow. We'll see about All that. Right. All right. So that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. I'm 34 years old. Let's assume I have 25 years left until retirement. That means I have 1,300 more Mondays left to work.
Next message. Good morning, Ed. We will be ba -ba 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 back, Philadelphia. God, I love you guys. Next message. Excuse me, boss. Uh, I'm not feeling very well, but I'm going to use my sit-down. Okay. Mm, nah, I decided to call out of work to just to come to camp out for hunger. Woohoo! The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.